Let's see. Let's get the jazz hands going. There we go. There we go. All right. We got a jazz hands from Jeff from Okeechobee Shooting Sports. There we go. Walter Keller doing ammo jazz hands. The Ghoul Brothers. Oh, they're doing, they're doing like a spooky Ghoul Brothers jazz hands. There you go. Yeah, we got Mike from Okeechobee Shooting Sports as well. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 230 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Of course, it's free for all Monday. And uh, we're going to have a real free-for-all tonight because we've got Okeechobee Shooting Sports. We've got Safety Harbor Firearms. But most importantly, we have Aaron and Steve, the Ghoul Brothers. Look at those mm-hmm. handsome shooters. Hey, <laughs> how you doing? What's up? What's, what's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, um, great. Better than we deserve. Okay, awesome, awesome. I mean, we've, we've, so we've never met before, right? What's that? I said we've never met before. I think, not, um, no, we've never met. Do you believe that? Absolutely. So so this is kind of like a chance for us to get to know each other because we're going to be at the same event together. That's uh, August 25th. I think that's Saturday. Right, Okeechobee Shooting yeah. Sports, guys? Yes, that it yeah. is. Yes. So we're having a YouTuber meetup in Okeechobee, Florida, Saturday, August 25th. Uh, I think you can still get tickets. It's free to come in. <laughs> And, and hang out with everyone that's going to be there. I'm going to be there. The Gould brothers are going to be there. Uh, who else is going to be there? Devil Dog Gamer is going to be there. Okay, awesome. Devil Dog Gamer. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anyone else we're leaving out that's going to be coming to the party? Or we, we, we haven't that's, announced everyone yet. That's this weekend, right? Yes, yeah, sir. That's this weekend. Ah. Yep, absolutely. So just so that everyone knows, all, all the people that watch the show usually, I'm going to do the show today, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Because Thursday, I'm going to be heading uh, heading down to Okeechobee. And, um, you know, Thursday night, I'll be headed out there. So we, I won't be able to do the show. And I'm doing something with these guys on Friday. And then Saturday, we're having the shooting event. So hopefully, we'll see a lot of you folks out there that are watching. But if you're watching this right now live, there's a couple of things I want you to do. Hit the thumbs ups. We need and appreciate those. Also, make sure you follow the Gold Brothers. Mm-hmm. There you go. If you don't already follow them, follow them on YouTube. Um, let's see who who should which one of the Ghoul Brothers should I go to? Does does one of you guys do the talking particularly, or how do you guys <laughs> divide? How do you divide this up? I like to do the shooting. He does most of the talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Cool. I mean, I I see Steve doing some of the bendy over backwards shooting. Oh yeah. Go. Oh. Yeah, I'm a little bit more more flexible. That would be <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Aaron has, Aaron has trouble reaching his neck. That's how flexible he is. <laughs> oh, that's it's too that's, much muscle in the way. That's the problem. Yeah, that's cold. Yeah, I can't. You know, those days are long gone when I used to be able to do stuff like that. Man. You used to do the limbo. Yeah, used to a long, time, a long, 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 long hey, time. Ago. Have you seen that? I'm going to change the subject. Have you seen that chick on Facebook? Or on the internet, they can wiggle underneath a car. Yeah, like doing limbo backwards, like boop, 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 boop. I'm like, holy cow! She's under like, a car, a normal car, underneath a car, not yeah. your car, Hank, but a normal car. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I just thought about it when you said limbo. That I thought of that right away. It's like, yeah, oh. I'm sure you did, Walter. I don't know where I don't know where your mind went. With her, with her clothes on too, by the way, actually too. So oh, okay, good. Like, That's. Well, good to know. <laughs> it wasn't one like one of those weird videos. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, very cool. Um, let's see here. I don't know if you guys. Uh, I forgot. I forgot where I was, Walter. 
I'm sorry. I have no idea. I have no idea. Okay. You know what I want to do? Let's, uh, let's start here by having the Gould brothers tell us who they are and how folks, like how they got into this and how people can uh, follow them on social media and all that stuff. Yeah. So let's start there. Whichever yeah, so one of you I'm, guys. I'm Aaron Gould. And uh, obviously, brothers, I know we look, uh, as you can see, not a whole lot of like. Uh, being a person of gratitude, I thank God for that. I really do every single day. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Let's <laughs> go. <cool. laughs> just being honest. Uh, Aaron and I grew up just like totally not friends. We didn't hang out, didn't get along. Totally different passions, totally different personalities. Uh, some of our passions intersect now. Our personalities are still quite different, which makes for some very interesting road trips and um, business meetings, we'll call them. Are you guys the same uh, mom and same dad? Yeah, same mom, that's same dad. what we're told. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, have you genetically tested this? Right. <laughs> where's the, where's the mailman? Where's the mailman? <laughs> If you have one of those 23andMe DNA test kits in right now, maybe you can take one. I'll, I'll take their word for it. I'm, I'm good yeah. to know it. Oh, okay. Um, no. so, you know, like, big, one big difference is Aaron grew up with this passion for hunting and shooting. Sort mm -hmm. of, uh, he just got it from a young, young age. He was introduced by somebody, by one of our uncles, actually. And right from the get-go, he had that passion. I really didn't. But in college, we both had some life-changing experiences. And one of the ways that my worldview changed is that I wanted to be out hunting and shooting. So that sort of was the point that brought us together was when I was in college, Aaron was just out of college. So we started hunting to shooting together and started doing trick shots in the summer, primarily with shotguns. And what started out as a passion turned into a dream and a vision when we went and saw a man named Tom Knapp in 2000 Live. 2000 Live. 2000 Live. Wow. And he's it's, a talker. It's been a long day. <laughs> Uh, 2009 and uh like that was the moment when we saw this live exhibition we're like holy smokes that was awesome. that is amazing we can do that we mm -hmm. can put together you know our talents our uniqueness and do these live trick shooting shows and make it why not just make a living doing it right mm -hmm. so cool so where and are I, you guys okay so where are you guys located west central minnesota about as far from you as possible. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, um, yeah, how's the weather up there right now? It's probably nicer than it is in Florida, I'm, Florida. Bet, I'm guessing. Very, very 70 degrees. Yeah, very mild. 70. Oh, no humidity, huh? Pretty low. Yeah. Not bad. Are you, are you sure you want to come to Florida? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I love the heat. Now, Aaron, on the other hand, um, if he starts talking, he will start sweating. That's true. Uh, I'm just, moving. I'm talking. I'm sweating. I don't mind the northern climates. No, give me heat. Give me sunshine. Give me heat. Okay, very cool. You're gonna get. You're about to get a lot of that. You're gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope you still feel that way. It's. I mean, it's. It's really. Um, how's the weather? How's the weather in Okeechobee? We might as well ask the Okeechobee shooting <laughs> sports well, guys. I, mean, I know you guys are keeping an eye on that. We we do as a uh, outdoor entertainment facility. We we watch weather pretty closely, but. At night, it's low 70s, in the morning, low 70s, and then it um, gets to boiling sometime around 12 or 1 o'clock. Okay. You know, not, not that bad, though, but um, uh, it's, it's still okay at night. But uh, okay. you gotta be, uh, you got to be used to it if you're going to go out there and run and gun during the day. 
<laughs> right. Okay. So I just, um, I think you, someone shared in the chat uh, yeah. links to the Evan Bright. Yeah. So I just put that up for anyone who wants to come to the event. You guys can uh, sign up. Uh, just give us some details real quick. Which one of the Okeechobee shooting guys want to do it? Jeff or, or Mike? Tell us about this event that's going on and who all's coming. Go ahead and hit it, Mike. Okay. Um, so the YouTube meet and greet obviously is something different than your typical meet and greet where people are going to get to come and shoot with these guys. They're going to get to hang out with them, talk with them, learn about different kinds of new firearms that, that they like. Um, so we're going to have a little bit of time with, uh, with each creator and people are going to be able to hang out at their range, spend some time with them directly. And then everybody will intermingle and, and go to each other's ranges at some point, also, we're going to do something really cool. We're going to do a panel discussion. And Jeff came up with this uh, great idea where uh, all of you guys are going to probably uh, uh, together uh, rate a gun or a firearm and kind of go through it and talk about what you like about it, what you don't like about it, what you thought was cool, what you didn't think was cool. Um, and so I, we think that'll make for a lot of fun. We'd love to see some banter and see you guys have a oh, good time. Wait, so this was Jeff's smart idea? It was. Okay. So Jeff had a plan. Let's get a bunch of YouTubers together, completely different YouTubers, and have them rate the same gun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you always see everybody's, a, you know, singular opinion. And I, I like it a lot better hearing a bunch of people at, at one time and, you know, in the very same situation. Because you know how the comments go. They go like crazy when people start saying, well, you didn't do this or you didn't do that. And I just think it would go better with, with people that do it all the time doing it together. Okay, that should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. but the concept was really for to bring creators together and let them, uh, you know, introduce their viewers, their subscribers to one another, uh, because we realize, you know, what you guys are doing is really moving, uh, you know, the information world forward in firearms, but also, uh, you know, you guys are getting the word out better than anybody. So we really feel like if we connect all of you as best as we can, that uh, you will share viewers, you will share subscribers, there will be a ton of cross promotion, and it will be great to have you guys that are all from different walks interact. I think it's going to be great, and I think that this is going to be the first of many, so we're excited. Awesome, cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to it myself. Uh, Walter, are you going to be able to make it out there? You're going to come by and pick me up on the way down? I could if you want me to. But I'm leaving. I'm leaving on Thursday. Oh yeah, Lola's probably going with you too, huh? No, uh, uh. Just you're not. You're a Lone Ranger. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm, I don't know, King Osabi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't Tonto? get any ideas. Don't get any ideas. Yeah. Who, who's Tonto? Who's who's the Lone Ranger? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I think Tonto's probably the better one in that deal. <laughs> <laughs> Micro dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Um, yeah, I know that's a possibility. I have to talk to the boss. Okay. All right. Cool. So I think it is. I think it is um, a good idea to get a bunch of uh, YouTubers that don't let necessarily cross. I know I do things with other YouTubers, but it's, it seems like I'm going to get to meet some YouTubers I wouldn't normally meet. Um, to either one of the Ghoul Brothers, do you guys do a lot of uh, cross promotional things with other folks? Uh, we do some. I mean, not a ton. We uh, hook up probably a couple times a year and, and do some collaborations. Mm -hmm. You guys did one with Dude Perfect. I mean, come on. Yeah, we did a couple years ago. Dude Perfect, 22 Plinkster, Iraq Veteran 8888. 
Okay. Cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're in Minnesota, like what other, there's probably some gun YouTubers up in Minnesota, right? I'm, uh, I, I think. Uh, I would assume I don't know them. We haven't met them. We haven't met them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's only like 25 okay. people up there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Tell me about how you guys tour, Steve and Aaron, how, what you guys do. Yeah, so a big part of what we do is actually traveling around, putting on live exhibitions, shooting shows, trick shooting shows, which is like a 45-minute show where we're doing all these trick shots and brother battles and telling funny stories. And um, yeah, that's a big part of what we do. And we're not doing that. We're creating content, as you'll find on YouTube or Instagram, a lot of trick shooting stuff and just uh, fun hunting and shooting content. Okay, cool. What's your what's your Instagram channel? I'm going to go there right now. I, I encourage everyone to go to the Gould Brothers Instagram. Let me pull it up right now. Is it is it the Gould Brothers? The Gould it? Brothers. Yeah, that's all it is. Okay, just Gould, right? Gould Brothers. G-O-U-L-D Brothers. Well, there we go. Lola Strange is a promotional thing. You guys are crazy like a like me. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. This I'm following. Yeah, I'm following you guys. I encourage everyone else else out there to follow. So what so what is your what is your tour circuit look like? Where do you guys usually travel to do the shows and do your performances? You know, the way we do it, we're not like we're not like musicians, right? Where we line up all these different dates and just go on tour. So basically if there's an event that wants us to perform at their event, they'll get a hold of us, we'll work out a deal. And so a lot of times we'll go do an event, come back home, go do an event, come back home, go do an event, because they're not a lot of times anywhere close to each other. So, for example, tomorrow we're heading down to Branson, Missouri for a show on uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, and then uh, Thursday we're flying down to Florida, and then when we fly back, we've got a show in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and then back home. So wow. that one actually works like a mini, a lot of times it's just wherever. Yeah, very cool. Um, so I, I'm seeing some questions coming in, some comments. The Anku says, fellow Minnesotans. So the Anku is in Minnesota. And I see people asking, I guess, what kind of shotguns do you guys use? Do you use yeah, a specific it, specific brand manufacturer? Yeah, we, we use Winchester shotguns. And the one that I have here is the Winchester SX4, which I see in the comment must be custom made. Yes, this is custom Cerakoted. So... We got like a carbon fiber dip with a red Cerakote, our logo on it, some different stuff that kind of makes it unique and, and special to us. Aaron's got one here that's actually the Cryptek camo pattern that's also a custom shotgun. And actually, uh, we sort of had this idea this year to take some SX4s and get this done, but not just for us, which we normally have show guns that are kind of cool like this, but we're also going to have five of these and five of these available for sale coming up very, very soon. Uh, I don't know what we're going to sell them for, but people can get in touch with us if they're interested in getting their hands on one. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Okay. Are you guys going to sign those for them? Uh, you know, we can't. Reason oh. being that you can't sign. This one has it painted right on the stock. Our signatures, yeah. we have two of these. So if you really, really want a signature on there, you have to get one of these. But the other 10 guns, you can't sign on Cerakote. It won't stay. Mm. Even with the Makes code. sense. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You'd have to get some posters or something made up. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. What were you going to say, Walter? Oh, um, a lot of the events you do um, set up by Winchester, or is it other 
other um other no people. we uh we are sponsored by winchester but we do all of our own booking for the shows okay. back in the day that's how a lot of the exhibition shooters worked you know they worked under a manufacturer almost like an employee and then they were sent all across the country or the world you know that's how tom knapp was he was one of the biggest names in, in our day and age uh those days are kind of gone now you have a lot of independent guys so like we're partnered with winchester but we line up all our own gigs, all our own shows, videos, everything is kind of independent on us, which okay. is a good way to do it actually. Right, right. How yeah. uh, How many, well, say how many, not that you track them or anything, but how many other guys are sim doing similar type of things you're doing out there as far as shooting shows? Are there like five, uh, six other uh, groups that are doing or? When you say up here, do you mean in Minnesota? Well, I mean, just, oh, just countrywide. Around the country, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Is it like back in the Annie Oakley days? You know, because uh, it doesn't sound from the way that you were saying with the tour that there's just a bunch of guys maybe moving around together, putting on shows. Or is there? I don't know. There's, there's not a lot of them out there. Go ahead, Jeff. So there's not a lot of them out there. Okay. No, there, there's maybe a handful of other guys that, that do some type of exhibition stuff and um, – yeah, I, I know there's a few other out there, but uh, it's it's sort of a it feels like it's a dying thing to some extent um, where more and more people are spending time in inside playing video games, hanging out on Google Hangouts. Um, <laughs> all, right? We live in the YouTube age. They've seen it all. True. So that allure to see something done live. I don't think it's quite the same as it used to be, like when these exhibition shooters used to travel around before the internet and I mean, heck before most people had TVs, right. um, like it was a spectacle, like thousands of people gathered to see this type of thing. It was just amazing to see if they were in your area. And now it's, um, obviously people still come see us. A lot of people come see us and the people that do and watch our videos will tell us consistently that our live shows better than our videos. Um, but I also feel like a lot of people don't even come out because they're like, well, you know, I, I can turn on whatever I want to watch. I can see, you know, world record set. Um, but what I'll say to that is when you, and, and you guys know this, when you go to an event like on the 25th and you have real human interaction, it's totally different than any video, any, any chat podcast, like that human connection is, is awesome. Yeah. I, there's a connection. There's a connection then you're part of it. Yeah. yeah, right. I, I totally agree with you. Um, I don't understand why more people wouldn't want to go out to that. I would love to see a, sh um, a, a show like that. Yeah. You know, that that really seems I would assume, especially we we're talking um, in the background before we started. I think um, I think Walter was asking, like, how you guys was it Walter that was asking how you guys, you know, set up for doing the shots that we see in the videos. I, I would think that would be exciting to see you guys live and actually doing it and seeing, you know, what does it really take to get that shot? How many times do you get it the right. first time? How, how difficult is it? You know? Yeah. yeah the, the, like, I don't think video at this point, video hasn't come close enough to showing what this stuff is really, really like. There's so much that people miss out versus seeing it in real life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Go ahead. It's all yeah. you, Mike. I was just going to say, we got to see you guys come out at Okeechobee Shooting Sports and they did their um, their show out there and it was a lot of fun. And it was beyond, you know, just the excitement of watching them do it, but their banter and their show and the way that they interact with each other and with the crowd was amazing. 
I think the coolest part and what people really mentioned at the end was how cool it was to be able to just hang out with these guys because they really, you know, Steve and Aaron are both really good at just being very present. They were one-on-one, they were eye-to-eye, they were spending time with people and let their fans know that it was important to them that that they spent one-on-one time with them. And that is crucial. And that's what I think if people come out and get to meet their favorite YouTube personalities and get to hang out and see them and meet them and shake their hand, it creates a loyalty that you can't get any other way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would think so too. By the way, I know there's some people in the chat asking why we didn't do the shout out. You know, we got a bunch of people. We have, obviously we've got the ghoul brothers here. I think there's lots of things to talk about. So if you want a specific shout out, ask us a question for the ghoul brothers or uh, Okeechobee shooting sports, safety Harbor firearms for that matter. And we will, you know, we will answer that. And, and then I will shout, shout you out when we do it. I think someone was asking, I saw going back a little bit, someone did want to know where the show is. So Jeff, if you want to tell the people where in like, where exactly this uh, YouTube meet and greet is happening. It's in the thriving metropolis of Okeechobee, Florida. So you can go to okshooting.com and click on there for directions or the address is 7055 Northeast 48th Street in Okeechobee, Florida, 34972. Just pretty much follow the cows. They'll eventually get you here. <laughs> yeah. I was When you said metropolis, I was thinking of like the lost city of Atlantis or something. <laughs> no? well, it depends, it depends uh, how hard it rains if it floods. Yeah. Be a lost city. yeah. Um, and then when is the show exactly for the folks out there who haven't heard about it? When is the show? Well, it's going to be Saturday, uh, you know, it'll be most of the day until you guys get tired. Uh, we're going to start at around 10. And uh, each of you kind of, we're going to try to do um, staggered so everybody has a chance to watch each of you do whatever you do or be part of your um, your videos. And then um, after everybody's kind of done some of that, then we'll do our panel discussions and things like that. And then give you guys uh, some time to uh, just shoot with your fans if they want to do it, you know, different different things. Uh, of that nature then we'll do some giveaways of uh, different prizes that you guys can give out and try to get them all there and this is all part of national shooting sports month which is a nationwide campaign put on by national shooting sports foundation so if you go to the nssf.org website they can also uh, register to win prizes this month so make sure everybody goes and does that um, for just participating in the shooting sports this month uh, everybody has a shot at winning something just okay. like coming out of this event. Okay, very cool. Uh, the Tyvon Show has a shout out to Lola. So thanks for Lo- to Lola very much for running everything behind the scenes. We appreciate that. Uh, Tacos and French fries says, what ammo do you use? I'm assuming that's going well, to the Gould Brothers, but then we can, we'll spread that out to everyone else. Do you guys have a specific ammo that you use? Yeah, well, our Winchester guns seem to work best with Winchester. No. The price is right, that's for sure, probably. Yeah, we've been using Winchester, um, I mean, what's it been, six, seven, eight years? Uh, I mean, almost since the beginning. Um, and uh, we obviously are partnered with them. Mm-hmm. But uh, during our live shows, we typically are running primarily 12 gauges, uh, one and an eighth ounce, double A, nine shot. Okay. That gives specifics of what we're running. Yeah. I'm assuming you guys, do you have any kind of an idea of how much ammo you go through in a year? 
right around, we never put pen to paper, but right around 60,000 rounds a year between the two of us. Okay, cool. Yeah, if I'm going to assume if something was really, really terrible, it would not matter how free it is. <laughs> it would not be <laughs> worth it. <laughs> no, no. But, yeah, you can't do a, a show with a gun jamming, so it's got to be good. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's got, it's got to work. And especially, I mean, we'll practice, to be honest with you, and a lot of people don't know this. When we go out and, and practice, we'll shoot Winchester Super Targets. They're a uh, little bit, they're the white box, the more affordable option, and we shoot high, high quantity of that. But when we get to videos, when we get to shows, uh, there's not necessarily anything wrong with the white box, but we like to move up to the double A, a little bit cool, more quality. We know it's going to be consistent. We know it's going to perform, and that's super important when we're performing live. And uh, and so that's then what we'll move to. And and people, like, off, that's probably one of the number one questions. How many rounds do you shoot in any given year? How often do you practice? And you know, things have looked way, way different over the last several years. Um, as we've gotten busier on the road more, doing more shows, creating more content, we actually shoot lower volume. Uh, because when you go out and do a show, we might shoot 250 rounds. Well, if we were out doing a practice, we, we would shoot that in 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, just when you're all you're doing is reloading and shooting, reloading and shooting, reloading and shooting. But uh, and then when you go out and do videos, um, you may shoot a lot and you, you just may not. You spend... To be honest with you, it's kind of boring. You spend more time setting up and moving cameras around than you do end up shooting. So the, those four-minute videos, those highlight clip videos, are you know a half day or one day or two days out at the range. Okay. So have you guys thought about? Are you in the process? Have you already de helped develop any kind of ammo? We haven't. I, and honestly, I don't. I've never thought about it. I'm okay. a simple man. Yeah. Well, when you do, I, I recommend that you call the Hank, the ammo, the Hank. Yeah. I'll love the good It's just going to be full of vegetables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be full of vegetables. Okay. That's what they shoot a lot of. So <laughs> put it in there make it look good. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So let's see. What other questions do we have? Um, let's see oh, what we I got. got I have a question for Go you. Go ahead. Uh, would you turn YouTube and their current? Are you guys been demonetized? Good question. No, we we haven't. We've had certain videos that have been uh, deemed not stuff like that. Uh, what's that? You get strikes against you or anything like that? Um, we, we had one. We appealed it right away. It, it was funny. It was like the one video that you would think you would never get a strike against. It was that video. It was Winchester Model One Hundred One Edition. So we took an over under, like the least scary gun you could ever have. And we did trick shots with it and we got a strike against us, but we appealed it and they overturned it within the day. And uh, so other than that, we have no strikes and okay. uh, they haven't been demonetized. And I think I, I, to the best of my knowledge, we fall within all the guidelines that YouTube has currently, but that's an ever evolving situation. Okay. okay. Understood. Do you guys have anyone helping you run the YouTube channel? Or is it basically, you know, just you guys out there doing it? Uh, right now, it's just us. We had a camera guy and that was shooting our videos and editing, and he moved to Wyoming on us. Thanks a lot, Nathan. I hope you're watching this. <laughs> Shame on you. Shame on you. Now we, now we got to find someone else, and we do because it's just it's become really hard to keep up, I and mean, especially when you're on the road for several days, and then you come back, and there's always videos to edit. There's always new content to be shot. I mean, we've got a long list of it, and uh, just getting all that done with being two guys is a challenge yeah. at times. So, got to yeah. catch up on family time, got to catch up on the dog training, got to catch up on 
mowing lawn. Yeah. So uh, is it, do you find it difficult to find the people that have the skills in Minnesota in terms of like a cameraman editing, things like that? Have you guys even looked? Not, not, yeah, we have, we've uh, put out some feelers and it was really, really interesting. So I went to one of our old high school teachers and he's still teaching high school. And I said, Hey, is there any kids that you know that would be a good fit for this? I mean, we can train, we can teach, but just to work with some kids that would have an interest because everyone wants to be a YouTube star. So, I mean, yeah, why not yeah. get your feet, you know, actually doing some of this stuff. And he's all is, I don't know if he had just 10th graders, 10th, 11th graders, whatever it was. He said, not a one of them. Wow. Took them up. Even, well, you know, know they all want to be YouTube stars. They don't the want to do anything. Yeah. For what they think is the fame because it's not really fame or what they think is the money because it's not really <laughs> but no one wants to do the work like Walter just said. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> like, wait a second. We have to actually work? I have to sweat? Come on. What's that? No. Yeah, yeah it, we, it really it blew my mind, to be honest with you. I mean, and it's not like we were asking for free internships. This is a position we would pay for, you know, and like lots of great experience. It's just weird. Really yeah. weird. So if there's anyone out here that's interested in helping you guys out in there in Minnesota, are you open or... Yeah, I mean, we'd like someone to be fairly close to us so we can get out and do lots of video shoots together and, and work pretty closely. But yeah, we're we're definitely looking for somebody. Okay, very cool. Just reach out to the Google. Bro- Listen, I know how it feels, man. I'm always looking for people to help out doing what I'm doing as well. It's not an easy thing. Uh, and I would echo what you guys are saying. If there is someone out there that's like in the Gainesville, Florida area, and you want to learn on the job and all that kind of stuff, you want to help out. You know, you've got to be serious about doing it, though. It's not it's not fun. You got to do the you got to do the not fun stuff. You have to be willing to do that. Looks like someone's willing to do it for 100K. I'm your camera guy. Oh, uh, let's dive it. Yeah. No. <laughs> if you could get 100K, knock yourself out and do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's you, you don't want to know the other things Tyvin will be willing to do for, for 100 <laughs> Yeah, I probably don't. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Trust and and, and be honest, it'd be for a lot less than 100K, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised how much less. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, so let's see what's going on here. I'm trying to see what other questions we have going in. There's a bunch of my, 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 uh, my thing just jumped down. I don't know if you guys see any questions that are in here. Yeah, I, think, I think they asked the guys uh, what their favorite guns were. Okay, there you go. Favorite guns. Well, we sort of went through that. Winchester SX4 is like, you know, that's that's our precision instrument. We know it inside and out. Can shoot it probably with our eyes closed, although we've never really tried. Um, but I did see one person that, that asked, "What outside of shotguns is our favorite?" I don't. Do you have anything that outside of shotguns? What's your favorite? A uh, uh, firearm. I think that's yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, it went to bows. It went to all kinds of different things. So. Um, favorite firearm outside of a shotgun would probably be, uh, my Thompson, not Thompson center. Um, it's my such a favorite. Little, he doesn't even favorite, know. Yes. <laughs> the, Traditions. The, muzzle loader. Here we go. Let's oh, muzzle loader. loader. Okay. Are you using that yeah. for hunting or? We, we have a specific muzzle loader season in Minnesota, uh, for, for deer. And it's just, it's one of the fun hunts to go out there with a, black powder and so is it as much as much about the firearm or as much about the the experience of that season actually being able to just go out 
and and hunt late season with it? I all of it. It's I like being out there in the cold. Sometimes it's ten below when we're out there uh, hunting deer with the muzzle loaders. But I just I just like loading the powder and putting the bullet in and putting it all down. That's not a funny gun where you cram everything down the end of it instead of, you know, uh, just putting ammunition in it. One of those things. The muzzle loader? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> One of those old time deals, yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for those, those, those are actually fun. I've never yeah. gone. I have. I've never been hunting, period. So, um, you know, I would love to go hunting, but I've never been hunting. But I have used muzzle loaders. That and it seems like a collaboration video right there. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it seems like it would really be very challenging, you know, because if you miss that, <laughs> that, that frustration level just goes way up now. Right. Yeah. You don't want to miss. Yeah. So for me, as far as paper gun outside of shotgun, like I honestly don't have one. I enjoy shooting pistols. I enjoy shooting rifles, ARs. We shoot, we hunt with compound bows. We shoot crossbows. Just, you know, anything that has a trigger, anything that has a string that you can shoot something, I enjoy shooting it um, and trying to do really unique things with it. Um, you guys but have some records on, uh, on bows, right? Don't you guys hold some world records on bow? Shooting? Uh, yeah, self-proclaimed world records. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> yeah, it's because to be a world record, you got to have officials there watching. Yeah, you, yeah. you do. It's not just the officials; it's you got to pay fifteen thousand dollars. Okay, okay, so, okay. Yeah, forget that. So what we do? So, so you can get your star. <laughs> unless we're working with a company that wants the official world record, what we do is like last year we took Raven crossbows. We shot six hundred eighty yards. You know, we basically did a, a internet search to see if anyone's ever shot that far accurately, meaning hitting the intended target. We didn't find anybody. We went out and did it. We called it a world record. If you tell us it's not, you don't crush our dreams. You don't hurt our feelings. But to our knowledge, nobody shot further and, and hit something. And we do it for fun. You know, these, these videos are to push limits. They're they're for fun. They're not about, you know, us sitting here and banging our chest because we have the record. Uh, if you go out and, and break it tomorrow, kudos, props to you. That's awesome. Um, and, and that's what it's about. Yeah. I would totally bang my chest because guess what, dude, if you got it on film, anyone else that does not have it on film, it did not happen. Okay. Well, it didn't happen. Uh We have it on film. And if you go read the comments, a lot of people don't think it still happened. And obviously, (laughs) you can make things fake. But what's fascinating about that video is we set a GoPro, we had a balloon. 680 yards downrange, and we set a GoPro back behind the balloon. And so you see this bolt coming out of the sky and coming down and hitting the balloon. So when people call it fake, you got to sit there and go, okay, but how did we fake that bolt coming out of the air? Like, did we go in a helicopter and shoot down? And you just, like, I don't get it. But um, evidently, they put a lot of thought and effort into how we made it fake more than we put into actually getting the shot, I think. So, yeah. Because <laughs> it's more expensive to fake. Like, the only thing I could think of is some 3D. You know, like, yeah. you got, like a whole 3D animation team. <laughs> and you just made we it up. Like One, we can't afford that. And two, we're not smart enough to do it ourselves. So... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's way more guy, you it's can do cheaper it. to just do it and go and just yeah, record right. it on a GoPro. Okay, so I have exactly. my question is was there any scientific 
a thought put into the whole arch and the angle and the, or just like you just tried this and tried that and you finally walked it in or, I mean. Yeah, so uh, read the comments, right? And the number one thing that people will say other than fake is it's not accurate. Because we call it the world's longest accurate crossbow shot, meaning it hit the intended target, which right. is a definition of accuracy. You hit your intended target. Doesn't mean you're consistent, means you're accurate. And so, yeah, we had a technique to it. We didn't do a lot of scientific calculations or anything. We went out there and we had a, a technique that we sort of figured out about how far we were going to be shooting, how far the crossbow would shoot. We set up our target, but then we had an aiming technique that nobody knows about that's commenting on these videos. They think we're just pointing up in the sky randomly and launching bolts. And I'll tell you, that's not it. I would still be there. You have to have an aiming technique unless you're relying on luck. And at 680 yards, I'm not going to because it's going to be a long, long time. So I actually had something in the horizon that I was using to put my knuckle on and aim. And after I'd shoot a couple bolts, we'd make an adjustment and I'd use a different part of my knuckle and I'd start moving my hand around at what I could see in the horizon. And so I could get consistent that way. And it actually got, took, only took me 24 shots. Wow. Okay. And from, and then was what, six, 680, 680 yards? 680 yards, yep. Okay. Wow. What, what were you going to say, Aaron? Well, I was going to say that um, I was kind of in a position where I could see where his bolts were coming in and could spot for him because he obviously couldn't see it at 680 yards. He was hiding right behind the target. Yes. You guys play lawn darts too then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was in a safe place, and he would actually, if I couldn't see the bolts, I would actually drive down there and take a look. But what, I, what was really neat is as we worked this in in these 24 shots for him to get – uh, the reference he needed to make the shot is out of, I think it was the last four bolts were all within a 10 foot circle around that balloon, including the one that hit the balloon. So, you know, he started at like 70 yards short and we moved him in, but out of those last four shots, they were all in the vicinity. Mm-hmm. So you got, it wasn't a windy day or anything then you had a, a nice calm day or was it a windy day or do you remember? It, it was pretty calm day. We didn't have a lot of wind and you know, we, we looked at the wind forecast and we only had so much time to shoot the video. We ended up shooting into the sun. And uh, I recall specifically one comment on that video. They say, well, they're shooting in the sun. They would have never done that. So that's how I know it's fake. And it's like, what the hell? Could there be other variables that yeah. made us shoot into the sun? Yeah. I mean, the thing I was thinking about, which you just said, is like, I was thinking, how long is that GoPro battery going to last? (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's the pressure, right, that you're under when you have cameras and everything set up and you want to get that shot. You're like, please. Don't let don't let the battery die. Yeah, yeah, you get, you get oh, yeah. the hit and the battery's out. Yeah, it's like ah. yeah. And and with some of the stuff that we do, obviously you don't want to redo it. Like you could spend a significant amount of time, ammunition, money getting some of these shots. You don't really want to redo them uh, unless you really have to. And and we've worked with the video guy. It's amazing. And then we've done it ourselves. It sucks horribly because now not only are we the ones in the video and have the pressure of getting the shot. But then you get down to that GoPro and realize, oh, it died. Or that camera over there went out of focus or something happened and you got all these things going on at one time. Mm-hmm. It is, all, I think, a lot more difficult than what people realize to self-film it and be in the content. Yeah, true. 
True. Uh, if yep. you guys keep an eye on the questions as well, because I'm look, there's a whole bunch of things going through here. Someone was asking where in Minnesota you guys are. Larry Fulton said, where in Minnesota are you guys from? I'm from the Aitken area. Aiken is north. We're actually uh, west central. So kind of that Alexandria Lakes area would be the vicinity where we're located. Oh, um, yeah. Somewhere between yeah. Atlas and Fargo, which probably okay. means nothing to Floridians, but I've been to yeah. Rice Lake. To Rice Lake? Yeah. If it's north of Orlando, I don't know. Oh my goodness, Jeff. There's a lot of broad broaden your horizons, Jeff, for goodness sakes. Yeah. It's cold up there. You guys cut holes in ice to fish, man. <laughs> Only for five months of the year. It's no big deal. Wow. Have you ever thought of taking a chainsaw and cutting the slot so you could troll? <laughs> no, but they do make a big opening with chainsaws and then have polar plunges where people just yeah. jump in the water. Yeah, you would have to have a gun on me for that one for sure. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Um, Somebody asked about you guys training your dogs. I know that's something Steve uh, for sure does a lot. Fargo, you betcha, somebody's me, M-I-C-A, Fargo, you betcha. We don't talk like that. You betcha. You know. <laughs> yeah. But you should. Uh, what, what was that, Mike? Dog well, I was just talking about your dog training. Somebody asked about what kind of dogs you train. Oh, uh, I have a Klein Munsterlander that's just a little over a year. and I'm, I'm working for a very specific test in September, and I was actually uh, just – out doing some water training right before we got on this, on this uh, chat and Klein uh, Munsterlander. I would love to see someone put in the comments that they actually have heard and know what a Klein Munsterlander is. And it's no, a bird dog. Bird dog. It's a bird dog. Versatile bird dog. Okay, mm. I, I've never heard the breed before, but I figured. No. I, what, what, wait. Yeah. Say that again. Let me look this up. Klein Munsterlander. Klein Munsterlander. You're making it up. <laughs> or also known as the small monster lander originates out of the Munster region of Germany. And they were um, created as a versatile gun dog that can track retrieve on land and water and point. So it's like another bird dog then. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he's, talking his, he's talking about his baby. Don't do that. To yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see it. Yeah. Jeff, tell yeah. me a dog. That retrieves on land and water will track game and blood trail game and that points. It looks like a combination of. Well, it looks like a combination of like four different dogs at least, right? It looks. It's a shelter dog. They made up the name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I've got I've got a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Most stubborn dog on the planet. Yes, the Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Yes, yeah. you 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 must have one. <laughs> I had one, yeah, years ago. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty stubborn. <laughs> he loves me. Hey, Jeff, yeah. I would like to know what kind of dog you have so we can bash it quickly. English <laughs> <laughs> Spaniel. English Spaniel. I, I got nothing. You, could, bash you couldn't get an American dog. Spaniel. You had to get an English <laughs> Spaniel. What's they're, wrong? They're with better the... bird dogs. I'm the, the English Spaniel's a better hunting dog. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. It is. <laughs> Aaron, do you train I mean, it, dogs out there? Aaron, do you that. train any? Oh, what's that? Do you train any dogs out there too? 
I don't do any dog training. I tried my hand at horses at one time. That didn't go so well either. So I leave the training of animals to others. Did, did your horses have funny names? <laughs> Spartacus <laughs> and Katrina. The <laughs> real question is, were you pointed into the sun as you filmed the horses? Right. <laughs> uh, Just to see if sometimes. that was nice. <laughs> they were both young Arabians, and I happened to fly off of them several different times. I was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> okay this is not no. this is not degrading yeah. at all <laughs> no. um let's see um so now everyone is saying what kind of dogs they have chris bullis oh, yeah. says he has mutts uh the tyvin show says my beagle hunt uh me for dog treats every day yeah. So it's a chow hound then, Tyvin, yeah, right? Chow hound, yeah. yeah. Uh I carry my revolver in single action says I got a blue bully pit bull. Yeah. And CB says uh my dog is half American pit half uh uh Weinerheimer. Oh, that's a that's an interesting mix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd like to see a picture of that thing. A pit rhymer. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, uh, what is this? Mika says, or I don't know, like, I'm assuming that's Mika says, most stubborn dog on the planet, Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, I saw that. Let's <laughs> 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 give a dog some bad name. Yeah. 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 Uh, Black Diamond, Guns and Gear says, English Bulldog. Everyone's throwing up their dogs now. Yeah. Except uh, for Richard Hughes. Richard Hughes says, I have a bird with a frown face. Yeah, he yeah. does have a bird, yeah. He does. He has a bird, uh, Pebbles. Pebbles, yeah. Pebbles. Yeah, it's some kind of, what is it, a parakeet? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I think it is a bigger, bigger, bigger size parakeet, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, different strokes, different folks, you know. Yeah, Brian Quick is a rat terrier type of guy, so there you go. I'm kind of right, like, I, I, my dog is my son's. It comes in, I see him, and he takes it home with him. So um, that's my dog, yeah. Yes, kind of like a, kind of like a grandkid kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they said. Yeah, but um, yeah, it yeah. goes home with him, and that's it. I get yeah. my dog fixed during the day at the shop, and that's it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Dejected Sasquatch says Golden Doodle. Golden Doodle. Musky. Musky. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Used to be, you... Yeah, it used to be it used to used to be just plain old mutt. Now they have fancy names for mutts. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> that way you can charge more. Yeah. There you go. Easier to get. Easier to get rid of them, I guess. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, I'm gonna stop. So, no, that's cool. It's fine. Everybody's gonna hate me in a minute here if I keep talking. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, somewhat. If you if you talk long enough, someone's bound to hate something that you say. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm so there you go. I do like, uh, like Florida Guns. He says he has a tactical tortoise. That's kind of hard to beat. <laughs> turtles oh, are cool. Leave it. Turtles are cool. Yeah. Turtles. Are cool. Yeah. What were you? One of the brothers was gonna say something. Yeah, I'm surprised that no one here has had a cross with a bulldog and a shih tzu. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> There's a lot of that here, but it's not a dog. Um, yeah. Your bird doesn't talk, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Vanessa Kitty says she has a Chihuahua Pomeranian mix and a Schnauzer Poodle oh mix. God. Yeah. Mm. That, so a, a Chihuahua Pomeranian is that like a rat terrier? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And uh, yeah. So and then Richard we Hughes says his dog loves. Him. Yeah. Richard Hughes says his bird loves him. Oh. 
Yeah, that's awesome. At, at least his bird loves him because none of us do. <laughs> speaking of dogs, speaking of dogs, uh-huh. um, you, you heard about what happened today up in South Carolina, right? No, South Carolina. Woman, woman and dog walking. Alligator got woman. Dog got away. Oh wow! Yeah, I saw that. In the and that's in the subdivision. That's in the development where my sister lives in Hilton Head. In South Carolina. Yeah, about oh. ten about ten minute walk from her house. She said. Wow. Mm. That happened here too. Remember Jeff, we were talking about that, I think yeah. on the last podcast. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm yeah, not surprised in Florida, but in South Carolina. Yeah. Oh, they got gators up there. Oh yeah. Eight oh, footer okay. gutter. Yep. Oh yeah. That's crazy. And did they yeah. get, did they go hunt down they this? Got, uh, yeah, the gators, gators did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be. yeah. Wow. That's, I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's she did, a tough she, one. She didn't know the woman either, and it wasn't like an old lady either. It was like a forty-five-year-old. So, but um, probably uh, probably got the jump on her, and that's all it takes. You know? mm-hmm. so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forty-five. You think she'd still be pretty spry? Uh, <laughs> you can get spry was, if you see the alligator coming, but if you don't see it, <laughs> it don't matter. You get, this, you get bushwhacked. It don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. don't see him coming, you could be as spry as you want. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm guessing the dog saw him coming because they hear and 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 uh, and see much much better. So I think the dog got out of the way, and that's what happened. Yeah, the dog was like, "Forget you, you're gonna die." Leash in hand. Oh my God! Boom! Leash out of hand. Boom. Yeah, yeah. So, only have to be yeah. faster than you, mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. dog. Uh, you know, fend food. That's pretty much what my dog would do. you come find yeah you just see my my boots sticking out of the alligator i don't don't know what happened to him yeah (laughs) okay let's see so was there is there any news that anyone has seen let's do some news here any uh anything happened over the weekend any news that got got anyone riled up I know we've got we've got elections coming up here in Florida. Do you guys have elections going on in Minnesota? Probably. I don't watch the news, to be honest with you. Okay. That, don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> we, uh, we have nonstop political ads here in Florida. Uh, you know, that's that's all they're selling. The commercial time to now is personal injury attorneys and politicians. Oh right. God! And postcards in the mail. With these stupid oh, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. plenty of those. And the only people that been doing and get any benefit out of this whole election thing are the the TV stations and the people shipping postcards. Everybody else has to yep. suffer with it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I know um, these elections are going to be kind of tough in Florida. Um, I don't know if you guys have been dealing with, like, politically-wise, if your um, politicians in Minnesota have been betraying you. When it comes to the Second Amendment, I know that here in Florida, we have people who are supposed to be like constitutionalists and conservatives and Republicans and all that kind of stuff. And they've been putting in gun control. So I think it's uh, not a very clear line when it comes to elections this year. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is. Yeah. fortunately, our our state representatives for our area has been uh, a very strong supporter of the Second Amendment. Um, she's being challenged pretty hard this year. And has for the last couple elections, but uh, on a state level, at least, um, our representative has been uh, had our back on the Second Amendment community. So happy about that. 
Yeah, that's a big deal. I think we should remember the people that did have our backs and uh, stuck to the Constitution. And then we should also remember the ones that did it. And regardless of where they come down politically, we shouldn't support them. You know, Um, they shouldn't just be able to get in there because they're they're the opposition or something like that to, you know, to to liberals and progressives. So. Well, that's what they're banking on. They know that, you know, the other the other choice is so much worse that, you know, we don't have an option but to vote for them. And um, uh, I'm not I'm not going to give them that option that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know I'm looking up on the truth about guns. The truth about guns has an article about Florida elections. Yeah, let me see. I'll put this in the chat real quick so you guys could see this while we go through it and uh, talk about it. I think there's some interesting things like both sides acting crazy. Doing stuff. Um, oh, and just to uh, amuse you a little bit, there was a story on Fox News. I guess some goats got up on the subway in in, in New York and stopped the subway train running. Goats. Goats. What like, were the goats? Were the goats like on the way to become curry or something like that? I, they were New on York the tra- and they escaped. <laughs> they got up on the track someplace and stopped the subway. Yeah, but what were the goats doing in New York City? It was it was a goat crossing area. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a not a what's the opposite of a goat free zone? <laughs> uh, a, oh, oh, I got it. A Jamaican neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't understand. Like, what were actual live goats doing in New York? Were they mowing the lawn? Um, maybe know. they were getting away from the Jamaicans. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know. Maybe it's like a kinder, gentler way to mow the lawn in New York City. Maybe it's a kinder, gentler way to kill a goat. I don't know. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I just hope it was somebody's uh, joke that they played on everybody and just let them go. I mean, that to me that would be a great joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Goats. How many goats were there? They showed, the picture they showed too. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's that's not a that's not a, that's I mean, not a stampede. Yeah, that's not a herd, not like that, you know. But yeah. So I see that. So like, um, so here we go. The uh, so this is in the truth about guns, and it says Florida election follies. One candidate lied. One charged with assault. Another told <laughs> to tone it down by the NRA. <laughs> tone it so, down. Yeah, so there was actually uh, Melissa Howard, a Republican running for Florida State House of Representatives, has been caught lying about her supposed degree from Miami University. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. What is this from Miami University of Ohio? Yeah. Is that is that a Yeah, that's a real place. That's a real place. What the hell is Miami University of Ohio? Uh, University. And about receiving an A rating from the National Rifle Association. (laughs) Well, she figured nobody know about the college thing, and you know, you're gonna lie. Just keep it going, I guess. Yeah, I never heard of the Miami University of Ohio. I have. So, oh, you have? Oh, is that like a reputable school or something? I think they have a football team and everything. So, wow, football team in Ohio. It does. Yeah, that sounds like gender confusion right there. (laughs) (laughs) The Miami University of Ohio. Okay. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. Don't have the details, but I have heard of them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I I think we've got we're we're really starved for choice here. The only um, like I see the guy that's running for uh, agricultural commissioner, Matt Caldwell. That's someone I've actually talked to. Yeah, we heard his story. Then he. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like he's supporting our current governor, who's running for Congress. But there's no way in hell I'm voting 
for um Rick Scott. For, for Rick Scott, yeah, to go to Congress because mm-hmm. he basically put in the biggest gun control in Florida in yep. ever. Ever. Yeah. So yeah. Rerouting some funds to fix the algae issue. And that that is that is oh for, yeah, the algae issue. All of a sudden there's an algae issue. There's been an algae issue forever, hasn't there? No. What's the issue? There's too much algae? Yeah, know. there's too much algae. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I don't. you know, it's runoff, a lot of it from uh, some oh, of the farms and farms. some of the big, big sugar and things like that. But um, I, I think what, what has happened is they just let it go too long and not done anything with it. And now it has started to really pose a problem. On the West Coast, this past weekend was one of the most massive fish kills um, reported. And one of my friends was over there and he said, within a few miles of the shoreline, you couldn't stand the stench. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, look at that. But we're not going to be over there. Yeah. Pyro Know It All gave us uh, two bucks to say Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback Steelers, went to Miami, Ohio. Oh, okay. See, it's amazing. There you go. Roethlisberger. I'm not crazy all the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, there you go. All right. Cool. All right. So let's see. Um, any other gun stuff going on? What do you, what do the, what do the, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, what do the Ghoul brothers do other than gun stuff? What are you guys into other than, you well, we know, know, guns, know the bows and arrows and stuff like that? What do you guys do for fun? So like sort of outside of, outside of our business life of yeah. shooting. Yeah. yeah. So we both have young families, very, very important to us. Um, you know, obviously we spend time on the road and work really hard. So when we get home, spending time with them is I mean, it's huge. It's it's a huge priority for us. Um, we both also like to hunt. So when we have time for that, we definitely try to get out on hunts. Aaron's, Aaron's huge in whitetails. What? Oh, that's us. You get it. What do you like to hunt? What's your favorite? I like just like guns. You know, I'm sort of all over the all over the map. I, I'm not necessarily like I'm not this guy. You know, I like I like the whitetail hunt, a bow hunt, a gun hunt, a pheasant hunt, a goose and duck hunt. If I can get out and chase something else in some other state, once or twice a year, try to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to hunting, Aaron gets pretty gung ho about them white tails, and oh, it shows. Okay. I mean, he's okay. <laughs> okay, you are what you eat, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, you are what you eat, so you are going to become a white tail at some point. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's but, bad in this part. There's a lot of hunters. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I, I love the big game hunting. I love all of it, though, really. Have you seen the neck on this guy? It's like he's in rut all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too yeah, many shrugs like, back in the day. Yeah. So uh, uh, ATVs, motorcycles, UTVs, 4x4s to get to where you're going, stuff like that. You know, you, know, you guys Let's do a stone, stone machines in the wintertime. No, we get more cold than we do snow actually here like I, i'm guessing you guys would just think minnesota cold snow lots of snow um and we used to it seems like when we were kids get a lot of snow but believe it or not like we get more cold than we do snow and i would rather take the snow because when it gets cold it's just it's miserable it's bitter yeah it's i don't i don't even explain it man it's uh you know yeah. when you start getting into that that 30 below range plus wind chill it's it's uh it's pretty brutal Okay. So what do you, so what do Minnesotans do in the wintertime? Just make, make the babies? 
watch Netflix and chill is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, yeah. Uh, some of these small towns up there have a lot of places to drink alcohol, too. <laughs> it seems like a yeah. town of 150 people may have three to four bars. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you ride the snow machine between the bars and you have a good time. Right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's what some do. I, I don't have a that's snowmobile. What, Honestly, I try to get out of Minnesota as much as possible. Um, once Christmas and the new year is over uh, up until then, I really have no problem with it. I think, you know, you get into the fall into the hunting season and the holidays. It's great. Uh, I love being here, but once you start getting, into January and February it's and cold. March and it's still freezing and it's April cold. and it's still freezing. I go stir crazy, but uh, been very fortunate. That obviously, we go out to Shot Show every year in January and try to do one winter vacation, maybe one winter hunt, and sort of breaks up the winter a little bit. We just spend a little time on the Florida Georgia line at some point there in the winter yeah. time. So, okay, very cool. So, so what you guys do you actually leave, you guys leave the house when it gets below sixty, huh? What? You guys actually leave the house when it gets below 60. Below 60, yeah. <laughs> we don't even put yeah, sweatshirts on that temperature. That's George weather, man. Oh. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've sat in a deer stand at 24 below zero. That was the air temperature. <laughs> not wow. Did you lose a bet? <laughs> no, I didn't lose a deer either. So we can debate on whether it was worth it or not. But no, I've, I've sat mid. Sat many different times when it's below zero. Yeah. But now you have a wife at home, right? I do. So you yes. could be doing something way better instead of staying <laughs> 20 below. There's plenty of time for that because it's also dark for 14 hours a day. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You got to no, recharge I, your batteries at some point and you need the meat to help recharge the batteries, right? That's right. You know what, Jeff? Some adventurous people will actually bring their wives out to the deer stand and when the hunting's slow, <laughs> they watch that place and chill. <laughs> oh, oh, That's not my thing. I'm just Heard stories, I got you. Yeah. yeah. It's more of a wave runner thing here in Florida, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you are you guys trying to give the non-Florida people a tough time? No, we're just bragging uh, about Florida. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, we they here. They, yeah, they said they're here. They they spent a lot of time here in the Florida Georgia line. So there you go. Yeah, Steve. Uh, we, Steve we, is a great paddleboarder, and Aaron, when he puts a paddle to the water, you need a powerboat to catch him. He, in a kayak, <laughs> he leaves a wake that will throw you off your paddleboard. <laughs> they're they're very well. adapt to the water, these guys. Good, good times, Mike. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, I'm looking through here to see what other um, what other news stuff going on. I think it was kind of like a slow news weekend. Not a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Well, you know, they killed, I don't know how many they killed in Chicago and wounded and all that, but that's a normal yeah. week. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. That's just the same thing. Chicago violence isn't going anywhere. They have to do something about the politicians. The only thing, I'll, only thing I'll slow that down is 30 below. That's it. So. In Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's the only yeah. thing that slows it down when it gets cold. Yeah. Yeah. And we then had, I, does it happen? We had a shooting here, I think it was Friday in Cocoa Beach uh, at a, right outside of a big uh, football stadium, uh, high school game. So when the game started, uh, right, I believe right after the game started, there was some shots Wellington. fired and, and there was a stampede out of there. Yeah, it was in Wellington actually. 
Oh, there was one in Wellington. There was one in Coco also. Oh, two of them. Yeah, they tried to call it a school shooting, but it had nothing to do with the school. It had nothing to do with the football game. Right. But, of course, you know, it was just two people that had some kind of beef for something. And, uh, of course, they, they try to turn it into something it's not. Yeah. But so. they did have counselors at school today for them. Oh, dear. Poor things. Okay. And school to. school was back in effect or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was back yeah. in effect. Okay. It was I a don't... Friday night, you know, football game. Okay. All right. So um, do you, so here's the thing I wanted to ask the Gold Brothers. With the youth, are you guys just on YouTube or do you have – a backup platform somewhere else, you know, in case things go sideways with YouTube. Oh yeah, that's that's news today too. The yeah, the, the, yeah. the joining of the two uh, of YouTube and and yeah, absolutely. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I was well, going well, with well, it. First off, what what happened? I'm not familiar with the news. So okay, so um, the, that's the the first part of it. I wanted to ask you is if you guys had any like backup platforms that you go to in case you woke up one day and YouTube killed your channel. So for example, that happened to me, uh, got up one day and YouTube uh, quickly shut down our channel. I know you guys haven't gone through that, even though you've gotten strikes as Walter was saying. So do you have any channels that you go to or any other platforms that you use as a backup? Yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, this has been something we've talked quite a bit about, obviously knowing the volatility of YouTube and one day they can change the rules and that's their prerogative and our channel disappears and we have um, built a, a pretty decent following and uh, you know it's a, a significant part of what we do. So we do put some of our content on full 30, probably not as religiously as we should. Um, and we are looking into some other platforms that are out there. It's just, you know, it's about where you're gonna put your energy as two guys that are pretty much doing it themselves you know, to, to upload to all these different platforms is, is exhausting. So, um, but it's definitely something we're thinking more and more about and trying to create maybe some of our own assets that we own, that we control, that when people want to change the game and money and power and, you know, whatever else dictates, you know, we can keep things the way we want to keep them. Okay, cool. So one of the, I spent some time looking into some alternative platforms out there and I found two of them, GunStreamer, and YouTube, both of which are in actually in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah, and they're 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 very they're very similar platforms. With both of them, you can sign up, and then you can actually have them pull your whole library over from YouTube. So if you went to either one and signed up with them, and then said, "Hey, you know, my, this this is my stuff on YouTube," they'll actually bring that whole thing over and make it easier for you. And then the uh, the big the big news that Walter was dropping the bomb on there is that. Um, I think they announced that that GunStreamer and YouTube are actually merging now. Today. Wow. So, yeah, so that happened over the weekend. And that's actually here. I'll throw this up in the chat so you guys could see it. Um, that's yeah. also on the truth about guns here. Let me, uh, I'll send that. I saw you had both of them on, on a podcast together at one time. Yes, yeah. So I had both of them on. I had um, Austin from GunStreamer on as well. Um, and, and when I was on the road, I spent time uh, hanging out with Austin from GunStreamer and Sam from YouTube. So this is a truth about guns. YouTube and GunStreamer announced merger um, as tech giants, Apple, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Twitter, YouTube, and other e-commerce, commerce, excuse me, and financial institutions continue to boot firearms related companies and current producer and content producers with whom they disagree politically. More companies are stepping up to take advantage of the opportunities and fill the void. Now two platform providers, YouTube and GunStreamer have announced 
that they that they're emerging to provide a bigger, more robust platform with more free speech options for users. So, um, and then this is from their press release on August 18th, 2018, YouTube and Gunstreamer successfully concluded negotiations to merge the companies. Effective immediately, the two platforms will begin sharing technology, which will, which will reduce the overall cost of operations and enhance satisfaction for both viewers and content creators alike, said Sam Robinson, YouTube uh, co-founder and co-owner, stated, this is a very good fit and we welcome the gun streamer team. So, and I'm trying to get Sam to come on from, uh, from YouTube. I'm trying to get him to come on the show here sometime. Yeah. You know, after seeing them on your show, we, we actually, uh, had tried to reach them for this event, but we'd like to maybe have them for another also. So, yeah, I think they were busy. They were, they were kind of like busy, uh, <laughs> negotiating out. See why now, right? Yeah. Yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, Jeff and I were talking about it the other day, and 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 really, this is the wild west. This is a, a, a you know uncharted ground uh, and uncharted waters for you know these type of venues to come up and and offer a solution. But um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this all ends up, and 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 uh, if it becomes multiple stations or one big one, really that you know encompasses all that we're looking for. Yeah, there's there's quite a lot of other platforms I think out there right now when I looked at them these are the ones I found to be the more the most robust and then also people who believe in the constitution free speech as well as the second amendment and all that kind of stuff so I, I personally was really really uh, happy to hear the news that these guys are getting together I think that's a good thing for those of us as as uh, Steve was saying you know <laughs> what happens you, you always have to be ready that something could happen out there and these people pull the plug, but you want who the, the place that you, that you rely on to actually be there. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's tough to make that investment and get involved with these companies and, and spread yourself thin, like uh, the Gould brothers were, were saying. So um, I see American gun chick has come into the, uh, to the chat. Shout out to American gun chick. Yep, yep. Speaking of someone who's on YouTube, I believe. Yep. So what do you what do you think about that? Uh, I know you don't know a lot about this, uh, Gould Brothers, but what do you think about, you know, this kind of news? Yeah, I think there there really needs to be a platform that we know is going to be um, there. I mean, that's not going to just shift on a, on a whim and and say, well, this is you know sort of what we believe, so therefore you know, you're gone and we're shutting you down and silencing you. And I believe YouTube has that right. I mean, it's their platform. They built it. They're a private company. They can do that. I don't like it, mm -hmm. but they can do that. And, you know, we've been searching. I know there's some solutions out there and I think all of you know, there's some of them are, are decent, but I mean, it's hard to replace YouTube. Um, you know, YouTube has such a large search volume that we put our videos on YouTube. They get, really good views and good engagement and, you know, good things there. And then put them on another platform. Well, now you got to go build an, up another platform, but we do see the importance of it. And I think it's prudent for anyone in our position to start investing resources into something that either they have more control on or that you really believe is going to be friendly to the type of stuff you're creating into the future. Yeah. 
Um, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think it is, you know, it is an important thing out there. You know, I I wouldn't get rid of YouTube. I wouldn't completely come out of YouTube as long as they as long as they're still letting us be on there. We should use them. Use them. To help, use them. Yeah. Use them to help uh, us create an alternative. I think eventually if they don't come down on all gun people, they may they may leave a few selected gun people there. But I think we're, we're headed in a direction where they're going to pretty much come down on everyone. And um I mean, I could see that they're already marginalizing our content. The, the weird thing is, or maybe it's not so weird, they're not just doing it to us as gun guys. I think that if you look at people across the board on YouTube, you'll see lots of people think that YouTube's coming down on them and, and marginalizing or sectioning off their content. Oh. I mean, Philip DeFranco is not a gun guy, and he has a major problem with YouTube um, you know, blocking off his audience. So this is just a direction that we're going into. And I think it's more than just the gun thing. I think there's there's lots of well, other things at play here. It's ideas. Well, you yeah. know, what's funny is that you ask almost yeah. every Second Amendment related uh, channel owner and they'll tell you it's it's YouTube's right. You know, we're not saying that, uh, oh, you didn't bake a cake for me, so I'm suing you. We all believe it's YouTube's right to destroy their own business. They're, they're welcome to to cost themselves money. But. You know, the more that I mean, there's more of us than there for this stuff than there is against it, despite what media tries to tell people. So as other platforms open up, uh, you know, the revenue is going to go over there. And I know YouTube wants to make their point that they don't want anybody to make money off of anything to do with the Second Amendment. But somebody's going to make that money and somebody's going to make that channel bigger to where at some point, it, it you know, I hope it affects YouTube's bottom line. And I. And I'm not one of those people saying YouTube needs to go away. I would like him to learn a lesson and decide that maybe that isn't uh, a great thing to do and, and open it back up the way it should be. Right. It's a free market, right? So in yeah. a free market, if you're going to open up opportunity to your competitors, you know, then you're opening up opportunity to your competitors. You know, I, I, I think on the flip side of that, I know there's been lots of talk about like declaring YouTube and Facebook Whoa, and other places, that. utilities. No, no, yeah, no, I, no, 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 no. You don't want the government involved with. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get the fact that they are a monopoly and, and, you know, antitrust laws probably could be used against Google and Facebook and maybe YouTube. I mean, I, I get all that, but. I'm not at all for the government getting in the middle of things. I I, I don't see it how that never works. works out. Never, never. Yeah. What? Tell me one government agency that runs efficiently. Can't, <laughs> including including the U.S. military. Now you can't. It doesn't. It doesn't work. Based in fraud everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And. Yeah, absolutely. So. I totally agree with that. I think the thing like what Steve was saying is that you the, the, the reason why none of us really want to leave YouTube is because there's discoverability on YouTube. Right. You might have someone who's not really into guns, but they see the Gould brothers doing a trick shot sometime. They're like, oh, that looks interesting. And that's entertaining. And then they watch it. And then that becomes the gateway drug to the rest of freedom. Sure. <laughs> right. Well, I you think, know, yeah, and they. I think I think you hit the nail right there on, on the head, Hank, is that I think a lot of these uh, people on the left have figured out that once people start finding out they've been lied to about anything Second Amendment related, it starts to get them to question the other thing and it starts unraveling the curtain that everybody's hiding behind. So, you know, they got to keep this uh, crazy Second Amendment stuff uh, uh, squashed as much as possible. Mm hmm.
the yeah. the the scary part of is not just the fact that it's just YouTube because it's not YouTube. It's a you know being conspiratorial. It's a it's a very planned effort to shut things down. Not just what you see, but how you pay for it, how you can pay for it, and if they shut down how you can pay for things, they shut it down. <laughs> if if you can't sure. run your if you can't run your credit cards and do your business and the bank won't take your money, you're going to have a hell of a time. Because next thing you know, they'll say, well, you can't get a postal money order either. Yeah. Okay. Did I drop so, out there for a second? <laughs> if you said something, you did. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. What did I miss? So that's, that's, that's the whole, that's the scary part about it. It's this, this, this effort, joint effort with all these different things working against not just the second men, but anybody that has ideas that are different than their ideas. So, and you know the, the open the openness the open people the ones that are that love everybody don't love you when you don't spout their their opinion so you know then they shut you down or they try to shut you down so that's the scary part yeah um so i see brian quick um i don't know uh, um if any of you guys steve if you guys wanted to jump in let me know brian quick says every time someone says youtube has a right to ban people for being pro-gun etc your iq q goes down 25 points be careful you may not have much much to play with um i'm not i'm not sure why brian feels that way obviously they're a private company they can you know you have this second amendment but they don't have to believe in it no i mean that's just the reality. It's not that much different from from the baker who refused to bake the cake for, for the gay couple. Well, there is a difference because the world came down on them. <laughs> that's well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the difference. The world's not coming down on YouTube or anything. Yeah, the so. difference is the difference would be point of view of people and, and human beings are running companies. If if companies are private companies and they can do what they want to do, they're not they're they're private companies that belong to people that have agendas, right? So it's just like with Shopify and all that kind of stuff. These companies can have agendas that go against what we believe in. I'm not saying that, you know, yes, the Second Amendment exists and, and, and it's a protection, you know, under the under the Constitution. But these companies don't have to believe in it. That's why Shopify can do what they're doing. What we need to do is push back against that and have alternatives for that. And you know, and I yeah, and the, the thing is that, you know, like when Shopify does that. There's a lot of other choices that, that people can go to. There's plenty of platforms out there you can just move to right away where there's there, you know, the argument is there's not a lot of YouTubes out there or Googles or Facebooks. They have a large, large market share. So it isn't so yes, we can find somewhere else to store our videos, but it really isn't an equal to YouTube or any ones. I mean, we, we get that, but yet we still believe in their right to do it to us. Yeah. yeah. Well, so well, here's the thing. Go ahead, Walter. Nobody else is um nobody else pays anybody quite yet. Like the monetization thing is a is a is a big thing too. It, it'll it'll get there. It'll get there. The more the more you know, they've got to have the money to pay it, and the bigger they get, the right. just like with these two that are right now, it will get to the point where they can start monetizing it. Yeah, I think that the YouTube paying on the on the gun side. 
most gun guys aren't making that much money from YouTube for it to be anything. You have to be a gun guy that has a channel that's a half a million, a million, several million uh, subscribers to really be making a significant amount of money from YouTube. I think what happens is that we have an audience on YouTube and maybe you can have people come in. You know, there's ways, alternative ways that you can make some kind of living or at least keep doing what you're doing. I don't think that there's there's not that much YouTube money out there. <laughs> and and what's happening is that um, if you if you listen to a lot of people that know what they're talking about here with YouTube, what's basically happening is that YouTube has money that comes in for advertising, but they want to give that money to Hollywood. So Hollywood wants this real estate and they want to make that money. And that's why they're inventing other than their political uh, motiva motivations. They're inventing ways to say, well, we're going to demonetize you guys. We're not going to show you as much because there's only so much money there and they want it to go to Hollywood. In the meanwhile, what we need is just an audience and, and, and you know, we'll be able to do something with that. Um, let me give someone else a chance to jump in here. I just want to, yeah, I, mean, I just want to say, ahead, that, and I want to point that out because our reaction to what YouTube is doing as compared to uh, some other people's reaction to you know, like the baking incident, the baker's incident. The difference in reaction and the difference in how we address it is important to notice because, you know, here, here are guys saying, yep, they're pulling it right out from under my feet, but that's their right, that's cool. And then there's another faction that's saying, no, they don't think the way we do, we're not doing that. They need to be punished. So, you know, I think it's important to notice the difference in how you guys react to this. Okay, that makes sense. What were you going to say, Steve? Yeah, I mean, to, I think it was Brian's point. Um, we, we, none of us like it. But for those of us that understand that private companies and individuals have their own right to do as they see fit. I, as, a, as a business owner, I don't want to be told that I have to support this or support that. I want to run my business as long as it's respectful to people. Uh, like how I want to run it. And I respect that with YouTube. I think it's stupid. I think they're going to lose business. I think we're a small segment of that business and it might not even matter to them. What I think we need to do is we need to bind together. We need to come together. And if I, you know, I don't know much about these platforms. I'm going to look them up, but you know, I would like to see a bigger push maybe from the NSSF or from the NRA or some of these groups that have the money, have the power um, to, to put, efforts into that. And I know, you know, I just listened to the last podcast that uh, Jeff and Mike were on and you guys talked a little bit about that and how these, these big nonprofits that we're putting money into because they're part of our voice and, and they have some power aren't really behind the YouTubers and, and the YouTube movement and the influencers. Um, and that's a whole, a whole nother topic, but I, I really think we need to come together and, and figure out some solutions for ourselves because, you know, like, in the grand scheme of things, the gun industry, the outdoor industry, is a pretty small segment of most people's businesses. YouTube, I'm sure we're a very, very small segment. And if they wanna do away with us, they can. And that's their prerogative, but what we need to focus on is what can we do? 
I agree with that. And I think that even though we're a small section for them, we're big enough that if we did get together, that we can have our own ecosystem and we can all survive. And, and even more than that, I think people can actually thrive if they work hard enough, if they have enough creativity, if they're really offering something to that ecosystem. There's people that can really genuinely thrive in there without having to figure out all kinds of loopholes you know, through the algorithm. And and I also agree with you that I think that um, it would be great if you had like the NRA or the NSSF coming on board and trying to do something about this. Unfortunately, there's a bunch of other things going on with them. And I think that lots of people are sitting on the sidelines. Um, I think the NSSF sits on the sidelines. I think the NRA thinks that they've got the NRA TV, so they don't need to do anything about this. They want to control the message. And a lot of the industry itself is sitting on the sidelines right now thinking, let's see what happens because we just want they don't know. There's there's several options out there right now and they don't know which is the one to throw support at. So they're kind of like sitting back and waiting for something to happen. I think that if you do that and then you wake up one day and it's not just Alex Jones that got deplatformed. Well, it's been more than Alex Jones. Yeah, it's going to, but it's, it's Already. nothing. Yeah. He's the only one that's making, that's making big news. Mm. Right. But one day you're going to wake up and it's going to be thousands of people that got deplatformed on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of that. That day is going to be too late to do something about it. You know, you're going to be agree. scrambling. That's what I, think. I don't think people should pick one platform, use them all and, and see who, who, who makes it and who doesn't. I know it's a little more work to post it in so many other places, but I think it's worthwhile and it boils down the money. I mean, they all want to take the moral high ground, which is why they don't want anything to do with guns or this or that. And there is zero moral high ground. It's about money. And the reason I say that is even though we're banned from advertising on Google or Facebook, because we're in the firearms industry, they happily take Walmart and Cabela's money and run ads for them. And you can buy guns from them. So yeah. it, it really has nothing to do with, with the gun, even though they try to say that. It's about dollars. And even if they do have a moral objection to civilian gun ownership, uh, it's only to a certain amount. And if you spend millions on advertising, then they'll look the other way for you. Yeah, I think I think it does come back. And I see some people saying it. And even what you just said, Jeff, I think a lot of this. The big part of this is that there's there's only this pot of gold for YouTube and they want that gold to go to Hollywood. They don't necessarily want it to go to us. They want Hollywood to come on board. Right. What's happening now? We're living in a world where you've got Netflix, you've got Amazon, you've got YouTube. There's there's a, a there's many different uh, alternatives and a lot of places are starting their own things. So like Disney and HBO, all these guys want to start up their own platforms. So now there's a fight for, for uh, content. And I think YouTube wants to win Hollywood or get a big chunk of it. And they want to give that money over to the, the money that you're talking about. They want to give it to Hollywood. So therefore we don't have a future. Not just us, lots of other people, not just gun guys. There's lots of other people out there that want to speak like their honest truth, no matter what it is. If they're talking about cars or they're talking about golf or they're talking about guns or whatever it is, they want to be able to speak their truth. And they're looking for somewhere that they could do that without all these things getting thrown in their way to, to deliberately hobble them. Right. Or handicap them. So, um. You know, by the well, way, I see someone point. from gun someone from gun streamers in the chat. If you guys wanted to ask direct questions, 
Go ahead. You see, this is the point. See, the Gould brothers, yourself, these other uh, online personalities, you're scaring Hollywood to death because you're taking their power because when people are watching you guys, they're not watching them. And they're so used to dictating where the uh, advertising funds go, who gets to see what. And when you guys go out and make your own content, you know, you're, you're wrecking their whole programming schedule. So uh, believe me, Hollywood's not happy about this at all. Yeah. And the, go ahead. Yeah. It's not just the content, like the gun stuff and shooting and all that. It's what you say. What you're saying is not agreeing with Hollywood's party line either. When you, when you don't, when you say, I don't have to bake the cake for that gay guy. They're like, Oh dear. We have a weird opposition out here and people are listening to that. We got to, we got to, we got to, we got to do something about this. So yes, they want the money, but they also want to quiet you. They don't want to see you shoot that clay bird because you might get that person an idea that, Hey, I can do that too. That looks like fun. Well, that's not the way we do things in Hollywood here. We're, we've got to be a good little soldier. So eventually they'll all go away. It'll all be, there'll be no more political expression or even talk about even the ISIS guys will go away on, on YouTube, believe it or not. Um, in the end, it's because they'll also switch over this movie platform thing that they want to do and tell you what you should be doing. You should be doing this. You should be going here. You should say this. It's all about thought. It's mm -hmm. all about <laughs> the money, the money, yeah, the money will all come with that too, but it's all about telling you how to live. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Go ahead. Who was it that wanted to jump in here? I did. I'm not sure that this generation of kids is going to bite on that, Walter, seriously, because, you know, I have an 11 year old and he would recognize a YouTuber over a movie star anytime. As a matter of fact, he has no idea, even if he saw a Spider Man movie or whatever, he doesn't remember the actors, but he'll watch a YouTuber, you know, 390 times in one afternoon if I let him. But th th these kids, they recognize YouTubers and they like that freedom. I don't know that you're going to break them out of it at this point. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of them that know all the actors' names and the voices and 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 who they do, what movies they've been in, the Marvel list, the Marvel at, the thing this. It's sure. like, you know, it's like, and they, they might like the other stuff too, but. You know, and, yeah. the thing the thing is choice. The problem is, I think for for Hollywood, for the music business, they don't believe in choice. So in the music business for a long time, uh, you know, with me growing up looking at the music business, music came out. What was it like every was it um, Friday or something? There was a specific day like the, the record labels made deals with each other. It was like a cartel consortium, you know, the mafia. Like, OK, this album's going to come out on this day and this is okay. going to be the number one thing. This is going to be played on the radio. The choice is what they want to take away, because right now a kid has the choice or people in general have the choice of saying, I'm going to look at this. I'm going to look at that. I'm going to look at that. And I'm going to consume whatever I want to. And they want to take that away from you. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, when you went speaking of music, when you went from the 80s to the 90s in the 80s, you had lots of different. You had different a different style. All of a sudden, the 90s came along, and we had to listen to grunge or whatever that crap was. And <laughs> it, it all sounded the same. Sorry. It all sounded the same. And, you know, about people in their dirty clothes and everything else. And and now all of a sudden, you know, that and about every 10 years, the genre gets changed in music thing. And mm -hmm. they tell you what you're going to listen to. It's like, I don't want to listen. Yeah, because so, they're dictating to you. What were right. you going to say, Steve? 
Uh, I think I just times have changed. So like even if Hollywood wants to take over the platforms, I think the, the younger generation especially doesn't want to be put in this box. They don't want to be told this is what you have to view. We've created this. We've put the money behind it. This is what you want to have to view. That choice, that option, the the personalities, the 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 authenticity is something that people are craving. You know, so when you can do a chat and you got a guy that's eating food in the middle of the chat, they feel like it's a little bit more authentic, like they're actually connecting <laughs> with people. True. That's what people are starving for is actually real connection. Yes. And you know, right Hollywood doesn't offer that. And and these big productions don't offer that. And even talking more specifically to our industry, look at the, the big players and the content that they produce. Often, they don't connect with viewers. Why? Because they produce commercials. They produce highly polished things they don't speak to the what people are, are looking for. They don't engage with people. And that's what we have to offer. That's what you have to offer. That's what real people right. in the industry have to offer. Yeah, I totally I totally agree with you on that. It's not I think it's not real in a lot of different ways and everyone knows it. Um, this is the this is the major problem that we have. And especially the audience, the audience knows what's real. You know, and, and sometimes that works, uh, that works even like the other way around. And I think they could tell like, okay, these people, like, for example, with, with you guys, people are connecting to you, you know, who your audience is, right? You guys are actually talking, connecting with them. They know who you are. They could tell that you guys are real. They could see like, okay, these guys are brothers and and it's just like me and my brother. Cause we fight all the time. And I tell him I'm the better looking brother. And you know, there's, they, there's emotions. You yeah, it's your, real. Yeah. It's real. You can. That's the big thing that I think. Look, here's the thing. I was looking at. Um, I don't know if the younger people know anything about Richard Chamberlain. Do you know who Richard Chamberlain is? Yeah, the English prime minister. No, the is it Richard Chamberlain? The actor. <laughs> oh, yeah. actor. Yeah. Okay, the actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was Wilt, wasn't it? No, no, no. no, no, no. Wilt was still. No, Richard Chamberlain. <laughs> I think he was the actor that was in those like uh, Indiana Jones type movies. Um, I forgot what they were called, but they were like these adventure. Uh, these adventure kind of movies. Someone's oh, going to yeah, tell me yeah, here in the yeah. chat, the, the adventure yeah. movies that he was in, he made several of them. And the weird thing is like, I was looking at it and then, and, and uh, because of today's like the internet and all that kind of stuff, I came to realize when I was looking at it again, I was looking at it on IMDB and it was talking about how like he's, he's actually like a gay guy, but in this, in these movies, he's playing like the dashing hero guy who's into women. I've like got Robert. no problem. I've got no problem with him being gay at all. The thing is, is that here was a guy in Hollywood trapped into playing this role that he really wasn't and that he didn't really want to play. And then we're also trapped consuming that, not knowing what, you know, what we're consuming or even knowing it subconsciously, like there's something about this that's not really real. (laughs) And people want stuff that's real. If you're gay and you want to consume stuff that that's relative to you, you want to be able to go out there and find it and it's real and you could consume it. If you're into hunting and you want to consume something that's into that, you don't want some dude who's pretending to be a hunter trying to tell you that you want to consume the real thing. This is what everyone wants, no matter who they are, no matter what walk of life they're coming from. They want to have that choice. Uh, Brian Quick is mentioning Rock Hudson. There's a oh, lot yeah. of people playing roles that they don't really want to play. James and, and it's, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. People want the real stuff and it's too late. I think with the internet now, 
even YouTube is easy, right? That's the easy one. But these other things are just a few clicks away. It's not that we, we just have to be willing to do that little extra work of clicking on one or two extra things. And we could very easily get to like a Gunstream or a YouTube. You know, um, I think Gunstreamer has a, um, an app. Right. So and, and I'm sure you guys, a lot of people are looking at, at your channel, the Ghoul Brothers on via mobile. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A large percentage. Yeah. So if you have if we're getting into that stage now where the the platforms that are that are rising up can catch up to that and be able to be on mobile, be on the apps, be able to do this thing and do that thing. It's too late. The genie is out of the bottle. We have the internet. All they can do is slow down progress a little bit, but they really can't stop it, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with all these movie channels or the movie venues because they're all they're all vying for one audience or a couple, mm -hmm. you know. And 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 Walmart's getting in. They're going to undercut this one, and this one's going to come in, and they're going to do something different. So eventually, they're they're going to either Either there's going to be where they all turn into one big one, which is really bad, because <laughs> then the big big brother, or or they'll they'll just implode. So I don't know. Or maybe something else will come out of that whole Netflix movie thing. You know, where people get maybe it'll maybe it'll be like Facebook is getting to be where people are getting tired of it, and it'll just run its course and something else will evolve out of that. Because yeah. every time I turn well, every time I turn Facebook on lately, it's like, God dang, I already saw this ad. I already saw this thing. It's like even when you hit <laughs> even when you hit most recents, there it is again. It's like, yeah. yeah it's, it's, what were you going well, to? With, with, with technology, you know, everybody likes uh, something new, and everybody wants the next new thing. So, you know, when you're on top in the technology world, your days are already starting to get right. numbered because right. there's always somebody going for your spot, and you know. You know Again, it goes back to things like IBM in my case. Who, who has an IBM computer? <laughs> Nobody unless it's a massive <laughs> server, right? And MySpace was all, you know, was all over the place. And now, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a joke. And, you know, my daughter's in her 20s and uh, she uses Facebook to talk to grandma. You know, she doesn't use it to talk to her friends or, or, or watch anything, maybe a cat video. But, you know, she's on to way other platforms and. And that's where it's going to go. And I, I think that's going to be a, a, a re revolving door of the Wild West for quite some time to come because it's just so easy for all of us to get on multiple channels at one time and, and everybody can find out where they want to get it. And and it really is great. I think it's a, it's a time in our history that that's going to really be interesting because – before you had to go find an agent, you had to get a producer that liked you, all these other things. Any schmo can put a video up. You had to do a lot more than that. There was a casting couch that was deeper yeah. than a lot of people think it is. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. It, does, matter, it still exists, yeah. yeah. It didn't matter who you were, male or female, that couch was there. But, but now you can control a lot of your own destiny, and even if we get cut out of other platforms, we can move on to others. They might not be as successful yet, but, you know, it's okay to be known as the pioneers on the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I think the Gould brothers have something to add to this. Um, do you guys have something to add? I don't know. Like, this whole content thing, like our whole world's become about content and platforms and content. And we're, we're part of it. We make it. We're, we're creators. At the, and we're on social media and we're posting. And 
you know, we're at these events and it becomes, oh, we need to make these posts. We need to be in front of our audience. You know, and I, I sort of have this thought that I think there's going to, the pendulum's going to swing. At some point, yeah. people are going to realize that we've been so disconnected from our lives, consuming content, being on social media, making posts, recording ourselves, doing these different things that we haven't been experiencing life, that we haven't really been connecting with the deeper whys and meanings of life. And I think the pendulum will swing back when people start to disconnect from content and go, holy crap, like I can go out for a walk with my kids. I can go, you know, do this or that or the other. And I don't have to sit here and be a zombie on my next dopamine fix looking at social media. And it's been, it's a weird thing for me to say because like part, a big part of the way we run our business is by creating content. But I also see the detriment that content. I don't think, I don't think it's weird. I think like what you're saying is real life is going to become retro and retro will be cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like like HKs, they're cool again. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) People aren't going to stop. I hope that you're right. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, Steve. People aren't going to stop consuming content. I mean, as long as TV's been around or radio's been around or newspapers have been around, people consume content. That's not going to stop. But I'm just saying going from one extreme kind of where people pull back when it becomes now cool to not be consumed by social media and content may happen at some point here. Yeah. I think I agree with you. It's kind of what we were talking about in the beginning. I would I would love to see you guys do what you do live and in person. You know, to me, that would be I'm surprised that there's not more people doing it and, and folks aren't even getting together and doing that. Like where I could go see you, I could go see Michalik, I could see this person, you know, not a not a two gun or a three gun match, but to see some cool shooting. You know, go down. That's not in a, that's not in a movie. It's it's kind of like that's the, exactly what we thought. We thought, you know, we haven't seen this start to come together, and you know, meeting the Ghoul Brothers and 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 uh, meeting Devil Dog and 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 you know, talking with yourself, Hank. You know, we really felt you know the viewers would love to meet these guys in in person, and I think that'll go a long way. So that's why we really thought this would be just a great thing to do for National Shooting Sports Month. Is, is to let that viewer, uh, you know, hang out with you guys and and do something that that you know it's hard for Hollywood to give them. Okay, very cool, Walter. Sorry, you got cut off there. No, that's all right. It's kind of going. Speaking of retro, it's kind of like going back to a uh, um, Buffalo Bills Wild West show. Yeah, Eddie where Oakley. Have, yeah, where people gather yeah. and they see people that shoot and they and they mm-hmm. see a buffalo. I mean, I mean, it's, it, yeah. it, it's, it, it's something that simple, you know, where it's like. Oh, it's kind of like the circus. Whoever who's been here to the circus? Me. Yeah. How many kids Me. now? How many kids now have been to, have been to the real circus? Uh, cir- a lot of circuses are disappearing. They're gone because all they yeah. you know this after the other you know money and mm-hmm. stuff. But also, yeah. they're not politically correct. Right? <laughs> yeah. What, what, so so that makes it makes it makes it even more one I want to go. You know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> how many how many? For example, like uh, hunting shows. How many hunting shows actually show them show them kill the animal? It used to be in the hunting show, they shot the gun and then they, they didn't show the, the animal poop drop down or the arrow poop. Now, a lot of them do now because it's, it's, that's what people want to see. They want to see the end result. Mm-hmm. They, you know, so that's the same kind of thing. You want to, you I don't know how you describe it. Um, 
you know, it's like the kids going out and playing. How many kids go out and play now? Go out and get dirty and play, run through the neighborhood like banshees, like we used to do, you know, get into trouble. Yeah. They don't do it. They're sitting there looking at somebody else getting trouble on the Internet. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of I, I agree with Steve. I think it is a pendulum and it swings back and yeah. forward. But I think that I think that people want both. Right. You know, we'll constantly be like that. We'll get tired of everything is a video game or everything is on YouTube and you want to actually live it. And then you'll go out and live it. And you're like, wait a second, I need a break from reality. <laughs> Let me go. Let back. me ask you this, Hank. Yeah. Is, is it shooting this for real? Is that like a video game? No, it's way better, man. Is it anything like a video game? No, it no. doesn't. No. no, I think it's way better. It's just like talking. Like uh, we, we're, you know, this kind of thing, this live thing that we're doing is people being able to talk because it's we're living in ways now where guys aren't connecting like they used to anymore. Right. So this is the closest thing to us talking. But when I go out and I actually see people, for me, it just is. I think it's even more fun than shooting and shooting is incredibly enjoyable. It's great to actually sit down and talk to real Dudes, Dude. like you know, think, like real men. There's a thrill you get to you get to hang out and have a drink and talk and, and and have discussions and argue a little bit and mess with each other, you know. And it's like, oh, that's what it used to be like to be a human being. <laughs> I think what we're doing too here and touching on what Steve said, you know, people are starving for a real connection now. What one of the things that you know the internet has done has separated people from that exact thing that you're talking about, Hank. But you know, people are starving for a connection and we get together like this and we get together for events where everybody's together and collaborating and, and different YouTubers together on each other's show. People are actually craving watching the connection between the creators because because that's what it's come to. They're actually watching someone else make a connection. But having yeah. these live events, I believe the more that we do, I think we should this thing should ramp up big because it will it will encourage people to come out and be a part of something that, you know, it's just like if you see a movie star in a restaurant, you're like, whoa, you know, you get starstruck. Because, and it's not gonna be any different when they come out and meet you or Steve and Aaron or, or you know, Devil Dog Gamer, any of them. They've been watching these guys a lot and they're gonna be like, wow, this is so cool. The more that we collaborate, the more that we put these things together, the more we're gonna promote um, people getting into the sport of, you know, shooting. Because, yeah. you know, there's a younger generation. I love what Devil Dog Gamer does. He was a gamer that started bringing people into, you know, real firearms. Same with T. Ivan, same thing. Uh, or Tyvan. Um, you can call him T. Ivan. I like that. Yeah, I think it's you know, T. To the Ivan. I think that's really cool, though, yeah. that, that we're able to create this. And I think, I'm hoping that what we're doing here will be something that we do a lot of and that we see really start to grow. I agree. I agree. Okay, so should we switch in the 15 minutes that we have left? Talk about some guns? Throw some guns up? Who's got sure. guns? Yeah. Hey, I know hey. the Gould brothers are the only ones that have shown guns. Well, Walter's shown some guns, too. What's up, Walter? I found this. I was going through my stuff last night. I found the K front grip. Oh, look at that. Oh, it, so feels so, it feels so good in my hands. Nothing like a, a video of, game at all. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of sexiness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a lot of sexy there. There's a lot of sexy there. Okay, let's see what does. Um, okay, there we go. There we go. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. One of my favorites because uh, my daughter made this one. Oh, very uh, nice. It is a change barrel gun on our patented change barrel system, so you can put basically whatever caliber you like on it. She built this one with a 308 barrel, but there's a bunch of other barrels we 
can put on it. And um, okay, so and this is this is a system that belongs to Okeechobee Shooting Sports. Yep. Okay. Uh, so the four barrel set is a full Nelson, and two barrel sets a half Nelson. Okay. <laughs> half so, Nelson. You know, it's pretty nice to, to build this with your dad. You know, it makes a it's got a special place for me for just for that reason. But uh, you know, they do a really good job on it. It uh, you know it came out great. And and what's the setup? What kind of barrel is that? Uh, well, we do a tr- this one's a triangle barrel like a, a Remington VTR, and we start with a uh, 700 action, and then we put our uh, patented lug on it and uh, make the barrel to fit it, and uh, flute the bolt, tactical handle, single set trigger, uh, all those little goodies. So you know, it lets you gives you a lot of options to do what you want to do. Okay, very cool. Mubut says finally Gorn. <laughs> Gorn's coming out. There you go. Hard okay, to, Walter. Yeah. Very nice. That's that's really cool. I do like that, man. I got to check that system out when I'm when I'm there. Walter, what was that? You were just you were just flashing, gun, throwing glue. Any anybody here like flare pistols? Yeah, that's cool. That's an old school. Yeah, this is, is that- actually actually um, I, I I pulled it out last night too when I was digging around looking for something else, and it actually is kind of interesting. It was made in Czechoslovakia. But I think it was used by the East Germans. There's all kinds of debate about it. But yeah, that yeah, looks so. like something someone would take and make it into a sci-fi gun. Well, it's a possibility. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I, I could, for, for someone who's getting into stuff like this, flare guns are a pretty affordable thing to collect, and they're legal in most places too because it's a signaling device. Unless uh, you live in one of these communist cities like New York or. Something like that, but um, yeah. yeah and if you need to, you could send a signal right up someone's patootie. Um, I don't want you don't want to get hit with a 20, 26.5 millimeter flare. No, you don't. Want yeah. To. <laughs> yeah. HK made a uh, semi-automatic flare gun. I don't know if you know that. Really? Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a magazine-fed pistol that was a flare gun. Oh uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. That the small. It's kind of a funky-looking thing. It doesn't look like a typical flare gun, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it looks more like a, a, a regular like, semi-automatic pistol of the day in some ways, but um, you know, not too many semi-automatic flare guns out there. Yeah. No, Jeff. Somebody asked Jeff if that uh, uh, firearm you just showed is for sale. Well, oh, that particular his. one is not, but they can get it. We can make another one like it. Yeah, his daughter built that one, so he's probably not selling it anytime soon. Yeah, well, yeah, but you, but you guys, is that on your website? Um, that, that, that's out of our custom shop. So it's not like a, a part numbered gun. We, we build a lot of custom rifles out of our gun up. So, you know, everybody kind of picks out what they like, you know, their own stock, their own barrel contours or fluting, that sort of thing. Okay. Very cool. All right. Who's got more, who's got Gorn? Let me see the, the Gould brothers. You went and pulled, did you guys get some Gorn? Uh Oh, what, what that looks, that's Is a that, sexy, that's a sexy beast right there. That's the, uh, yeah. the, is that the AR-10 from the skeet shooting? Um, yep, it's from the uh, video that we shot uh, two and three hundred yards, or clay out of the air, two and three hundred yards. <laughs> nice. Six five Creek Four got a Vortex scope on it. We also shot this Razor HD Gen Two scope yeah. uh, with a custom Cerakote job. Um, yeah, that paint job looks shot. great. I like that. That um, like uh, distress. Kinda, yeah, distress look. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it, too. Done a couple cool shots with this gun. Uh, Aaron shot the clay out of the air at 300 yards. Flying clay, not just clay at 300 yards, a flying one. 
then uh, I shot like, uh, we did a shot. We were trying to shoot a mile. We had to back it off a little bit because we didn't have enough adjustment in scope. What'd you end up shooting? 1680. 1680. Six, 1680 yards hit a target with, with the 6.5 Creedmoor, but uh, definitely just a blast to shoot. Yeah. The 6.5 Creedmoor is, is amazing. Yeah, for sure. Well, the, the, the hit a clay pigeon out of the air with a rifle is just incredible on its own. Yes. Yeah. Moving. It's a good feeling. <laughs> it's, it's one of those deals where it's like, Obviously, practically, it has no it has no practical value, right? But to be able to send a bullet 300 yards through the air, or whether you're shooting a 22, wait, 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 that has practical value, man. Drones, yeah, there you go. Drones, drones, dude. Hint, hint. That's an idea. That's a video. That's a video. Uh (laughs) Send us a drone. Anyone that's willing to donate the drone, we're more than happy to do the video. Wait, wait, who's going to control the drone, though? See, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, you got to, it cannot be you guys running the drone. It has All to be right. someone else flying the drone that doesn't yeah. want the drone. So someone has to volunteer to bring their drone there and, and try to yeah. stop you from shooting it down. Yeah. <laughs> that was like a battle video, actually, where someone flies a drone around and Aaron and I are each shooting at it and we see who can get it first. Oh. oh. Competition. Yeah. Competition. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That's a really cool gun, man. Um, so uh, do you know who did the the uh, the paint job on that? Or the Yeah, the Cerakote is dead Cerakote. eye liquid graphic. We're actually like just 40 minutes from where we live. Say it one more time. Dead eye liquid graphics. Dead eye liquid They've graphics. Done yeah, the same same ones that did these uh, SX4s for us uh-huh. and they make a lot of our guns look pretty awesome. Okay, very cool. Shout out to those guys. Um, all right, let's see who else has who uh, who else has Gorn. Who else has Gorn? I don't want to be. I want to bring out. So here's my, here's my Gorn right here. So hold on, let me lock this. Let me lock this. Oh, that looks familiar. So this is my old Scorpion CZ Scorpion right here. Yes, it does have the Safety Harbor retractable stock right there. Check that out. This is the tail hook. So this is a this is a pistol brace. And believe it or not, it actually works. So it opens down like that. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this before. So basically, you know, you can shoulder it. Maybe if the ATF says so or they don't say so. The thing is, it actually is a practical brace. If you put that down like this, you could put it in there and it really does stabilize your your arm if you're holding out something like that. So there you go. Um, Go ahead, Walter. You're going to say something? I shot the 50 cal with that with a brace like that. So, yeah. Yes, wow. absolutely. And I've got the uh, I've got the Yeti pistol grip on here. That's that's um, a nice, nice nice grip, yeah. Yeah, and let me see what else. I've I've done some other things on here, but I don't know if I. I mean, it's it does have a different kind of trigger, but I don't know if I should talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. What, what caliber? Is that? Huh? What caliber is that? Nine millimeter. I know. So there, there's the magazine. For you know, for the uh, for the Scorpion, they're relatively affordable magazines, nine millimeter stuff. Yeah, it's not too bad. The gun's not too bad itself. This is a this is an older one. And Walter Safety Harbor Firearms, Walter's company, makes makes the stock here that goes on it. He doesn't make the tail hook, but he he makes everything else so that you can put the tail hook. Um, You don't have one. You have like a regular stock, right? Yeah, for everything we have a tail hook. We have a regular stock too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so if you want to do pistol, the tail hook is the option that you guys have right now, right? If you want to go 
Yeah, yeah. If you, and if you want to put it like on a carbine or an SBR, you can go regular stock. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. This is actually pretty cool. Yeah, um, this, is, this is one of our stocks here too on the MP5K, which is uh, with the regular normal. This this here is a um, this gun is a go fast gun. It's got a switch. It's got the third position. Yeah. So yeah. Full auto, full auto. Yeah, How much do the Gould brothers sh shoot full auto stuff? Do you guys not shoot it a lot? as much as we would like to. We don't live in one of those states where uh, oh. that's easy to do. So, yeah, not a whole lot. We, we have, of course, but... Fact, we've only been able to have suppressors for two years, I think, so... Oh, mm. man, you poor guy. Like, I didn't know Minnesota was that terrible. Mm. Like, five was... months of winter? <laughs> and you can't... You just started <laughs> shooting suppressors? <laughs> And no palm trees. No. <laughs> no palm trees. Palm trees. I can live with. I can live without palm trees too, actually. <laughs> what do you decorate Christmas if you don't have palm trees? <laughs> I think they're called pine trees. Pine yeah, trees. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have pine trees up here. I don't know. Of those, yeah. I don't know about you guys at Okeechobee. <laughs> yeah, got you got. You could always dress up the alligators in Okeechobee. Yeah. For Christmas, oh, you know. well, I'll, I'll watch somebody try that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Minnesota's yeah. the California. Uh, I, got, I got two <laughs> of thorns. Uh, okay. This is my first AR that I had when I was a kid. So it's um, SP1. 40 something years old. Uh, oh, at wow. least the SP1. Okay. I thought it would be like older than that because you're saying when you were. It, a kid. it might be older than that, but uh, it's okay. at least that. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> and the reason I kind of bring this one up is that um, Colt is now bringing them back to sell, oh, uh, and they want um, twenty two hundred dollars. Oh God! For, uh, I, I saw yeah, that. I saw that, and I was like, "Oh my God!" Here's a company that can't 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 is going broke, and they're trying to sell it AR fifteen for two thousand bucks just because it's old. Yeah, that's because the yeah. retro the yeah. retro thing is back, like we were but talking it, about before. Right, but 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 they they own all. They probably got a warehouse full of that stuff. <laughs> it's like, they got yeah, they got to make up for all the stuff they haven't been selling. <laughs> well, sell sell it for a thousand and, and make them as fast as you can put, sell them as fast as you make them. You know, it's like oh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand that one. I let's put it this way: I didn't order any for the shop um, <laughs> at, at that kind of price. Uh -oh. This okay, here's, here's, a gun, here's a gun from when Jeff was really a kid. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> At least it's him this time, not me. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. I couldn't uh, uh, resist, you know, man. You put the gun up. Right. You put the gun. Uh huh. You know, not, nothing like having the uh, the original old school stuff. Oh, you know, it's got cool. such character to it. And, uh, you know, it's awesome. pretty cool. I'm just amazed at what they can make without power tools several centuries ago. Yeah. You know, so I'm just impressed with the uh, with the workmanship and the brains it took to build these things, you know, when you didn't have uh, uh, very much automation of anything. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah, there's some That's really cool. there. yeah. Hey, I want to point out real quick, uh, you know, at the uh, at the YouTube event, uh, Walter mentioned 50 cal. We have a 50 cal Barrett that we rent and the boys mentioned fully automatic. We have fully automatic that you can rent out there too. So uh, I want to make sure people are aware that when they come to this event, we're going to have different stations where they can do things like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? In the, in the time that we have left before we wrap up, maybe mm. you guys should tell everyone about this event that's going down one more again. 
Who's who's going to do that? Mike, I'm guessing. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we talked a lot about the the, you know, getting together and and uh, and collaborating and having all the the different guys in, in you know, different areas, but also together and joining. And we really want to encourage um, people that come out for one creator or another, you know, get to know some of the other guys that are there. Um, you know, for a creator, they're not worried about losing you because they know that you, you know, as their fan, you love them, but it, it's an opportunity for you to meet some of the other creators and love them too and, and subscribe to them as well. So um, we want to really encourage that, but we're going to have a great day. We're going to have all kinds of cool stuff going on uh, out there during the event. And you'll have the opportunity, uh, you know, as an attendee to not just hang out with them, but shoot with your favorite creator um, try some new firearms that you've never tried. And I encourage you, bring some friends out that don't shoot. Bring some people out that haven't experienced the range at all and let them really see some cool stuff because they'll be hooked after this and you'll have a friend to come out to the range with. So, um, you know, bring, bring people that you don't think would show. Invite them. See if they'll come. You know, again, a free event uh, is, you know, kind of a great way to get people out there. And, um, it's just, it's August 25th, right? This upcoming August Saturday. 25th. Starts at 10 o'clock. You can do your online waiver before you come on our website at www.okshooting.com. Uh, so if you want to do your waiver before you come, you can. If not, when you get there, we have, uh, you know, digital uh, stations set up all over for you to do your waivers. Um, so if you come, even if you're not going to shoot, important that you come into the main Pro shop first and fill out your waiver uh, and come. Check so it out and it's with. free to come out there to to hang out with everyone. But if you want to shoot guns and things like that, it's gonna there's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, buy a range. Uh, what's that, Jeff? Yeah, then they'll buy a range pass if they want to start yeah. shooting things. But but it's free to hang out with you guys. Discount okay. a range pass. So yeah. All right. Very cool. So it's August 25th, Okeechobee shooting sports in Okeechobee, Florida. If you're looking at a map of America, uh, it's, you know, Florida is basically the dingus of America. Look for that and big, look for that big spot, that big lake. Yeah, and that's the big okay. eye hole in yeah. Florida. <laughs> it's, that's Okeechobee. That's where this is going down. <laughs> you, you can see it from space. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Um, all right. I don't know. Were there any other things that you guys wanted to add? I know there's a link in the description that people could go to. I don't know if there's anything else that uh, Jeff or Mike wanted to add to that. I, I just wanted to thank you, man, for having us on. And we're excited to have you down. We're excited to have the Gould brothers down. And, and hopefully, Walter, you come down, too. We're really excited to host this. But we appreciate you, um, you know, having us on and letting us talk about the event. And we're really excited to, uh, to have you, Hank, because I know that you're big into collaboration, too. And and the Gould brothers are friends of ours. We love those guys. So we're excited. And I'm excited for you guys to meet Devil Dog Gamer. He's a really cool guy, too. So it's going to be great. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. OK, Walter, um, I don't know. Well, let me start with Jeff. Jeff, is there anything you wanted to add before we wrap up here? Same as Mike. Just happy to see everybody together. Looking forward to spending some great time with you guys. And uh, hopefully looking forward to put a great event on for your, your fans to uh, enjoy as well. Awesome. Thanks. Okay, Walter, what do you have going on this week? And let oh. me remind it, let me remind everyone we're doing today, tomorrow, Tuesday, and then Wednesday, and then I'm breaking to to go on the road. So go ahead, Walter. Something I wonder I, I've been forgetting to mention is um we're gonna have a little sale on our um keg twelve shotguns. 
we got okay. a bunch, we got a bunch of them sitting on the shelf, and we're gonna lower the price down to a really good price point, oh, and we're gonna awesome. move them out. Now those are AOWs now, so five dollar tax stamp, all the paperwork. But um, we've got four tens, twenty gauge, twelve gauge Mossbergs, and then twelve gauge Remingtons. So I haven't decided exactly the price, but it's gonna be good. So if awesome. um, if you're coming down, do you want to bring any of those with you? I. I could bring some along. We can bust some caps. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we could do okay. that. Yeah, no problem. Okay, very cool. All right, make sure to follow Safety Harbor Firearms on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. All that good stuff. Wal- yeah. Walter's out there. Same thing with Okeechobee Shooting Sports. Yeah. They're everywhere on the social medias. Um, I'm, then I'm going to go to my awesome guest, the Gold Brothers. It's really great meeting you guys, man. You guys are a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on the show. What do you guys want people to know out there before we uh, break up here? Where do you want them to follow you, etc.? Well, of course, we're on YouTube, as we've talked about, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Google Brothers. You search it, you'll find us wherever you like to consume content. We're super excited about the 25th. Just come out, hang out with you, hang out with fans, hang out with new friends. And um, I think what you'll find, you know, is hopefully you'll see that we're pretty normal guys that just have passion that have drive, that do some really cool stuff with shotguns. Um, but uh, looking forward to hanging out. Looking forward to catching some sharks, Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, down, Jeff. We'll, we'll put you on them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Uh, you know what? I, what was that? What was that? Oh, nothing. So it'll be up to him after that. Oh, okay. Well, you, you guys got to be able to drag him in. Yeah, I was going to say, who's doing the cooking? <laughs> yeah, good point. I know, I know a guy. <laughs> oh, you know a guy. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> good, because, you know, I mean, the stomach has to get fed, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the stomach has to eat. You know what? This has yeah. been awesome, actually, uh, meeting the Ghoul Brothers. You guys are really cool. I, I really appreciate you guys coming on. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, even more so now looking forward to hanging out with you guys down in Okeechobee. Likewise. Awesome. Thanks. All right. So we're going to wrap it up here. We will be back tomorrow, Tuesday. We'll also be here on Wednesday and then we'll be in Okeechobee at the Okeechobee shooting sports. If you want to come hang out with us and the ghoul brothers and everyone else that's going to be there at the event. I'm um, Hank strange. Thanks everyone that sponsors us, uh, our patrons on Patreon. It, we're Patreon slash Hank strange. Thanks a lot. Um, I will see you guys tomorrow. We're out of here. Peace.